watch and chat with the podcast live Thursday nights at twitch.tv slash TV. Upper left corner, we have Andy Milanakis for the return stream. Yo, what up, Andy Milanakis? How you doing, up, brother? Baby? Thanks for being here. Bottom left, we have Gutex, a.k.a. Pogchamp, a.k.a. Pog you, a.k.a. Pog. What up, Gutex? What, what up? Thanks for, having, hey, thanks for having me back. Always fun times hanging out with you guys. It is a great time. I, I don't know if you've met XQC yet. XQC, this is Gutex. Gutex, that's XQC. What's up, dude? Yeah, I think we, 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 we uh, crossed yeah, paths. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah we, we played a musical. Yeah, we're musical characters. So. Okay, cool. Um, in the upper left corner, we have XQC here with his uh, Felix uh, hoodie he got from his uh, the, 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 the unboxing of your uh, uh, P.O. box, right? Holy shit, you got, you got all the lore down now. Yeah. I got all the lore. I was actually watching that stream, and they gave you that nice keyboard, too. But anyways, uh, bottom, well, maybe not that keyboard, but you got, it doesn't matter. Anyways, bottom left corner, or bottom left left, Destiny, Stephen Bonnell. He, he's known for, um, you know, talking and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Streaming, okay. Uh, top right, we have S Fan TV here. Thanks for being with us, S Fan TV. Appreciate it. I love that, Jim. Wait, I have a question. Is, isn't Disney like a, like a girl's name or something like that? It is. Amazing. It's a stripper name. Guess who's going on that show tomorrow? Oh yeah, I'm going on the Jesse Lee Peterson show tomorrow. Oh, I'm shit. going to. I'm going to. Two days. Bottom right, right, we have Hassan Abi with his, uh, with his, uh, uh, what's that shit called? Those cocaine dealers and like meddling and shit. That's what you look like. The fucking cartel. Pablo Escobar. Jimmy Links. Columbia. Yeah, it looks like you just, you know, packaged my cocaine for me. Um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in the top right, we have one of Gutex good friends. Um, he's a bodybuilder, fitness freak, and he loves to work out. He gives, you know, right? Is that, am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah, I mean you're wrong, but it's alright. It works. Hey, really? I mean you're right, but you're He's wrong. He's the boss of the gym. He's Wait, the boss of the gym. Tell, tell, tell him what you tell him what you tell him what you do. Mike. Uh, uh, compete like strength sports, and then uh, do a little podcasting, a little bit of YouTube, a little bit of this Twitch thing. Oh, so, yeah. so, you, so you do strength sports? What, what is that? What, what 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 exactly is that? So like one bodybuilding, you you stand in a speedo in front of like ten other men to judge your stuff. Uh, I. I attempt a weight to lift, and either I lift it or I don't, but I'm fully clothed. Oh, oh why? Is, is the clothing, is the clothing important here? Is yeah, yeah, I wear a singlet, but I got a shirt on, and, and I do a squat bench deadlift, as heavy as you can, but no men are judging my package. Okay. Why not? Oh, uh, you know, it's different than Hassan, because men are judging his package yeah. lately. And yeah, women. Teach their own, teach their own, you know? <laughs> men I mean, women both. Hassan has definitely like like super superficially Hassan. Hey, where we need to get Canute on here? What I need a rebuttal to that? What? Where's Canute at? Yeah, Canute, uh, are you in chat, bro? We'll drag him here. Canute would be like, we'll bring him in here. A girl. Actually, two hundred pounds. To go off of uh, what XQC brought up a little earlier, listen, or you know, I'm going to add to it a little bit. Hassan, obviously, superficially and and physically, you've you've made some huge changes. Congratulations on that. You look amazing. You look great. But what the fuck, man? Your style didn't carry over. It, it didn't one to one, you know, get better. I mean, like, can you explain what's going on here? Like, wh wh where did you purchase this? Like, is this some sort? Like, it, it seems like you went to some this? voodoo shop in the forest and picked it up from a shaman. No, you know, dude, no. I, I, I'll imagine for the night. Fuck it, dude. Fuck it, dude. Uh, take it off, dude. Hell yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me clarify. Yeah. This used to work. 
I used to work with a clothing company called Xanero. Uh, it was their Australian brand. Look and Fuck your shirt. And they send me and they send me clothes and this is one of the things that they sent me. Hassan, what's the what's the name of the uh, Hassan, the outfit? What is Zanero. it? Is that good? I like Andy's shirt. That's great. Yeah. Juice, juice in the house. I don't know. Hey, how, I don't know how you. I don't know how that shirt even sells. Like it's it's a picture of OJ Simpson that says "Lady Killer." Yeah. What do you how mean? That's a dope ass shirt. What are you talking about? Who's really good at football? Who's really good at football? Okay, dude. It's some um, edgy double entendre shit, motherfucker. <laughs> also, I mean, uh, up, baby. just to clarify in the chat, I see a lot of people that are very sensitive in here. This this channel's the anti-sensitive, so if you can't take a couple banters between the boys, you know, um, I, I suggest you leave, okay? There's no structure here. We're going to shit talk each other. If I look ugly, XQC's going to call it out. If Hassan looks ugly, I'm going to call it out. If Destiny looks ugly, hey. no one's going to call it out because he actually is. <laughs> no, I'm, just, oh, I'm, I'm kidding, Destiny. So Andy. I already fucking Okay. Oh. I'm just kidding, Dust. I've missed you a lot, dude. I'm happy. You're the only person I messaged when I was in Canada, actually. Oh, thanks. I that's yeah. true. You called yeah, me. Yeah, you are. You are Destiny. Oh, no, that's right. And I called Andy. Andy and, oh, and Destiny. Andy. Destiny and Andy were the only people I talked to uh, while I was in Canada. Yeah. It was a good time, yeah. I, I sent Destiny okay. some fucked up memes that should hopefully never, ever be uh, repeated or sent anywhere. And then Andy did me a big favor and, uh, you know did what andy does I, one of my waiters was a huge fan of andy he was actually perspirating like we're uncontrollably uncontrollably like he was stuttering his words as soon as like andy facetimed and it was a crazy experience but anyways let's go to the topics a lot of fucked up shit's gone uh, gone on um i feel like i need to change my shirt first i know i gotta go get a hawaiian tee on what what are we going golfing what's oh, going bro, on you guys want some flashy ass shit we're trying to flaunt right now Hoodie? Throw it off. I fuck this shit. <laughs> why is why is Train making fun of us for dressing up for his podcast? Like I don't yeah. even understand. I, I I put on my fucking Sunday best. Damn, everybody's got one. I'm on my thirty-six dude. Jesus Christ, my headset's dude, stuck. Let's say let's say you dress up like Max style. Is uh, how do you call that? In French, we say um, on my thirty-six or whatever. I mean, that, that, that shirt looks great, X, number but one the fact you button it up to the top is, is some Vato Loco shit, dude. No, 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 don't fuck. Yo, that's that's it. That is exactly how you're yeah. supposed to wear that. It does look dope, but it, it is some Vato, Vato Loco stuff. I just get some skinny jeans and some Converse on. That's true. No, no, Felix, you look good, dude. Top button crew. TVC. That's you guys all look hot. If How do all of you have Hawaiian shirts? How do all of you have Hawaiian shirts? Y'all seen uh, Fresh Prince when he wears his school jacket inside out? Yeah. That's what Andy's jacket's like. Yeah, it is. How do you guys have how do you guys have Hawaiian shirts on the ready on the go? I mean, what is, I that, what is that? Is that a lot? <laughs> how do you how do you guys not have one of these? Well, I don't think I've ever owned one. I need to go to ba Tommy Bahama. Tommy like I'm Liberace. <laughs> Is that yeah, a wait? Are, are those lemons on your shirt, X? Yeah, yeah, it's like a lemon tree. Hey, the juice, the actual juice right there. <laughs> actual juicing, yeah. Dude, actual XQC, when you come to LA, we don't even need to go shopping, brother. You already no, got the juice. No, we don't. I got my men's shirt already. Jeez. Pirates won't get scurvy. They could just suck on your dick. They suck the infection out. Uh, that was an advanced joke. Maybe He's not wrong. That's why. That's why there's so many lemon trees, right, in California. Isn't that it? To to combat scurvy. 
It's too hot on you. <laughs> yeah, all of you look great though. Seriously, uh, all jokes and banter aside, uh, you guys all look fucking great. But anyways, um, <laughs> no, you look great. I mean, okay. Indubitably. And I wouldn't say great. You, you, you look decent. Anyways. Um, a lot of fucked up shit's going on this week, and I think it's, we're gonna have some good fucking conversations here in my What's opinion. What's all going on, dude? I haven't even heard that much shit. Yeah, me neither. It's been such a slow week. It's been dude, so slow. A lot's going on, and it, it's... The scoop, dude. I do have the scoop, um, and since I've been gone for four days, there's a lot to talk about, and a couple stories might uh, end up in the narrative of Incel Andy, but I think they're worth talking about oh, because... Oh, no. Good. No, it's, 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 it's not... It's, for, it's actually not... Oh, no, only for the case that I brought this up maybe, like, two months ago about accountability and and... You know, um, and I, I'll talk about it when I bring it up. Um, you know what else happened two months ago? What? You got unbanned, dude. It was a new, it was a new hope, dude. It's a good sign. <laughs> okay, dude. Um, on top of that, um, I think that there are people, uh, the Hawaiian TSA, uh, the, the TSA in Hawaii are actually resigning since there's no future hope of, uh, they, they see no, at least near hope of uh, Trump un, un uh, shutting down the government or whatever the fuck that is. So that's another topic right there. Um, we have the Chris Brown topic. We have a uh, Johnny Depp topic, which tie into each other. Some good fucking stuff right there, um, which are two things I definitely want to talk about. Um, the Johnny Depp and Chris Brown topic. I think they're very, very important to talk about. Shit, I didn't even hear about Johnny Depp thing. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if yeah. Well, it's like his history, yeah, right? Either. Yeah, I heard he was streaming on Twitch on Summer's channel yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I just um, got that. It took me a while, but I got it. I, okay. I, I, still, I still didn't get it. Oh, oh, oh I got are it. Are you talking about Captain Jack Sparrow? It's the summit? Yeah, 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 it's fine. Uh, I'll just, I, you know, I just won't think before I speak. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just make noises and people will laugh and put me on LSF. It's fine. <laughs> Um, there was another, uh, uh, a new story. I don't know if you guys, uh, heard this one. There was a black man arrested for stealing his own car and, and, uh, he won the settlement for a $1.25 million for being wrongfully accused. It was his own car and they accused him for stealing it. And there's this whole, he won a million dollars for that case. Um, a lot but of good stealing's st wrong. Even if it's your own car, he's got it wrong. What do I have? No, he, <laughs> I'm just going over the, uh, some of the topics we have here. <clears throat> Chat, stealing wrong. Even if it's your own car, don't steal it. <laughs> um, Jake Paul Ninja. Um, yeah, a, a lot, a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff went down this weekend. Um, from 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 from, from I saw the Oscar nominations. Um, there was actual that there was uh, there was a couple articles that were released that people stated no woman director won a uh, Oscar or Academy Award. Um, a, a lot of good stuff. One was nominated, huh? Yeah, it's just nominations, right? Yeah, just nominations. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry about that. There are some big snubs too. People were upset about. I, I don't think I've seen most of the movies they're talking about, but a lot of people were raging about like the Oscar snubs. Yeah, and then we have, and then the U.S. Congress. Yeah, people out. never get mad about that. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's open up with. This whole Johnny Depp, Chris Brown stuff, since we have Destiny here and uh, uh, Felix here and some other people um, that will be here with us longer than these two. Um, but Felix does have replacements, which is actually crazy. Um, I don't. I, I, I debated you guys. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what are you getting with that shit? Yeah. Train's about to have a fucking stroke. Oh, was that like a bad debate? <laughs> it was, it was, it was a very, It was a very successful debate. 
Oh, your brother. A very successful one. Um, also, Netflix state, stated, I think this was last week, though. Uh, we didn't talk about it, though. Netflix stated that Fortnite was a bigger competitor than HBO. I think it's fucking... That Fortnite was? Yeah, for, Netflix stated that... Uh, that uh, go to topic one of the uh, topic list. That, like stealing people's attention? Is that their argument? Uh, that states Fortnite's bigger competition. I'm, I'm not sure. Wait, 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 wait to look into it and see what exactly... We should have a fucking red wedding for all the big Fortnite players. What the fuck? Holy oh, chill, dude. What? I, thought be a, I thought that was going to be an obscure enough reference for all. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, no one else yeah, knew. the most popular the HBO show. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it was going to be like a hidden gem. My bad. I misplayed oh, that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't get what, what do you say. I, I didn't get the joke. See? Okay. One person didn't get it. Yeah. A, a red wedding? What, what yeah, yeah. So, someone it's a Game of Thrones it? reference. <laughs> Never mind. I, never, I don't know why. I watch it. it went above my it's head. It's like a, it's the ultimate debate. Okay, it's when you it's when you debate someone into coming uh, into a wedding under false lure them in under false pretenses and you murder them and their whole family <laughs> and their whole family is in front of everyone else. Well, you guys painted the picture. I just said red wedding. I just like the color red. Yeah, it sounds like happy. Puff Daddy white party, but it's a red party. Spoilers, boys. <laughs> I, I I also want to talk about the Native American and MAGA, uh, MAGA hat. Is it MAGA or MAGA? It's MAGA. 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 Okay, the MAGA hat wearing Trump supporter. Um, um, they vowed to work together after the controversial viral video. I want to talk about that for sure. I mean, oh, I I got a good thing about that. I'm on the, I'm on some list. They made this like list of people that they're gonna give to like lawyers for anyone who said anything that could be seen as threatening or whatever. And You're on the list. Uh, yeah, they put me on the list. Like, I could, I could find the. Yeah, what did you say? The list. That's, don't say it. Uh, yeah, don't say it. I could say, yeah, no. I mean, I didn't think what I said was that bad. Um, basically, the the picture or the video of that kid's face. I just responded to uh, Michael Ian Black posted a picture. And I responded to it saying that smug face deserves infinite slaps. Um, and people were really mad about it. I've been getting tweets about for like a couple weeks of people like yelling at me being like, good job threatening and you probably want to threaten girls too and you didn't know the story. And but like people were all like fucking crying about it. You should double uh, and down I'm, and be like, I don't care if there were black Israelites uh, present. I still think he has a punchable, <laughs> slappable face. I was just talking yeah. about his face. Why are you triggered, you fucking conservative dipshits? Yeah, so probably plays Fortnite. So, so there's like a, a big list of anyone who said anything about this kid. Um, and uh, people are like tagging me on it, being like, you're on this list. So is Donald Trump. So <laughs> is all. So is all. So, I don't know, man. It's weird. Didn't Donald Trump support support it publicly though so i don't know why he'd be on the list he supported uh, it publicly. I think, yeah he came out and supported the he did support or whatever. I, I think he said after the government shut down he was going to try to invite him to the white house or some shit the kids yeah yeah the kids yeah the kid did one interview that i saw and then he's supposed to be doing they're putting another one out uh i think tomorrow do, do we get an age on him or they just say high school he's i think yeah, he's 16 or 17. i think people were upset that the high school used there was talks of the high school using the kids and the kids didn't fully understand what they were protesting and the high school used it as as like a propaganda for, for their own uh, agenda and i think people were upset about that because realistically I, 
even though the kid was being completely fucking rude and I just I hated the smug look he had on his face, it's still his right to protest. No, it's it's his right to protest. He didn't t he did what it, 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 he what he did was in the you know legal uh, bounds. He, he was he was he was able to do that. I just obviously he did it in a very yeah. rude, disgusting way. But that's that's part of it, I guess. Not to mention that I, I just oh like oh Jesus fucking. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those topics where I'm sure Hassan can get into it. Um, but yeah, I don't want to start with that topic. I kind of want to start with the Johnny Depp, Chris Brown situation because I brought this up two months ago about accountability and where does it end? You know, where is there some sort of accountability? Ooh. You know, where where's the credibility? Real, uh, just real quick, actually, because the other topic is actually so interesting. What topic? Um, the protest? Uh, yeah. Um, okay, let's start the, with that the, 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 pro the protest itself is boring. I don't give a fuck. Anybody that freaked out on either side is just fucking whatever. Okay. The really interesting thing about that, um, if you ever read any of the, um, so to, really quick, if you ever read any of the Mueller indictments um, concerning the agencies that were operating in the United States that were like working on behalf of Russia to kind of like spread propaganda in the US, um, the types of stuff they did was insane. Um, for instance, like it would have black groups, you know, like they would impersonate black people online saying like, um, you know, we can't vote for Clinton. She doesn't represent black interests. Vote Jill Stein, like getting people to vote third party, organizing protests and shit like on both halves that organize like a single protest to get people to fight each other. Basically, the goal is just to cause as much like um, as much division as they can in the U.S., right? Yes. That um, those MAGA kid protesters, right? So, you know, that initially the media kind of fucked up and, and they kind of jumbled the, the the narrative when they initially reported this this outbreak, right? The person the that tweeted... They, well, basically, the media, I, I guess, like, it, they kind of made it sound like, um, or my impression the kids of it. approached the, in, the Native American guys first? Yeah, pretty much. They made yeah. it sound like a bunch of kids surrounded some Native American dudes who were, like, just do, doing, like, a peaceful thing and that were, like, super standoff and, sh and shit. Uh, and and it, it, when the fuller video came out, it's not really accurate. Um, but the interesting thing is that that initial video that got tweeted by a, by a Twitter account called 2020 Fight... That account made it sound like it was a, um, it was like a some teacher or whatever. It was actually totally fake. That initial account got suspended by Twitter because the identity wasn't real. The the person who had copy pasted pictures from some like Brazilian news anchor girl or something, and it, and it turns out that that account was totally fake. The person that tweeted the initial misleading video, um, in order to get people to like get riled up and shit over the issue. Whoa. Jeez. What do you think the chances of uh, that happening being a political? A party from overseas compared to just some other high school kid trying to go viral. It's People try to go viral hard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could it could have just been somebody trying to go like, oh, like, wouldn't it be funny if we fucked around with this yeah. or whatever. But like, yeah. the idea that somebody could fake video like mm -hmm. that and it could go viral and literally get like wall to wall news coverage twenty four seven. Yeah. That's well, not twenty four seven, but for like one or two days, that's pretty insane. True. Um, so, well, yeah. That Social media is insanely that, powerful. That, that, that also happened with the uh, the African American kids that acted like they were <laughs> being treated in a racist fashion at Chipotle and they got the woman well, fired. Yeah, yeah. And it <laughs> came out to be that, that they were actually dying. Dine and, uh, dine and ditchers or dine and dashers. So yeah. It's the same thing. There's a witch hunt mentality and there's a call out culture without actually doing any investigative work to see what's true and what's not. Did they crucify you first? Find the facts out later, which is a huge, huge issue. And there, there huh? needs to be accountability for that at one point because at, at this point, the accusation is being made. You know, the damage to the reputation, even, even when corrected after the case, it's not hitting as many people. It's not. You know, like if the original accusation that hits 10 million people, the correction that says, oh, sorry, our fault, it's only hitting a million people. And these are, these are arbitrary. Yeah, this is really well understood. Retractions are just not very effective. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the yeah, biggest yeah. issue in these witch hunts on the internet. Yeah, Someone the story's going to me. Someone wrote to me, 
because I wrote that there. Oh, look who beats children, child abuser. Do you hurt little girls too? Oh, I thought the look on someone's face is evidence of who they are. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, just follow up by saying yes. Just double down. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. Um. Amazing. Yeah. I just wrote, oh, another person crying on Twitter. Try real life sometime. Um. Yeah, ugh, people on Twitter. Ugh, that's why I'm. I'm so glad. I feel bad for you guys because I know you like what you do, and you, um, you guys are really like heavily involved in in all this politics shit. But I don't envy the like back and forth you have to deal with, like with not just people who disagree with you, but people who are just like bleeding, complete bleeding pussies. You know. Yeah, a lot of it too is is the blind kind of following the blind people. You know, it's uh, people reading headlines, making a decision, like we talked about. You see that one video going viral on Twitter, and you see, make up your own imagination of what actually happened rather than reading a story. Like, how many people, let's hypothetically see 10 million people heard of this story, probably only 10% of them read into the story. The rest of them just read the headlines, saw one video, and made their conclusions. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw it come down the pipe on, on Facebook through, like, now this or something. And, you know, when you just watch that video at first, you're like, wow, that's, like, really appalling. And then I was listening to the Joe Rogan show, and uh, one of his recent guests, they talked about it extensively. And there was so much more to the story that was not encapsulated in, you know, probably the videos that most people saw. Mm-hmm. And not to mention the fact that, like, the kid is literally 16. And, you know, the, the point that was made on the show was like, you know, we were all fucking idiots when we were 16. You know, but does that mean automatically that he should be, you know, doxxed and then people should be, you know, threatening him with violence, joking or serious? You know, it just it seems a little extreme. The I mean, doxing question is actually insanely interesting. On the internet, we have kind of um, we we have our own culture in regards to publishing people's information, but in the real world, like people generally know who people are. Um, and there's kind of this weird question. I remember this issue came up a long time ago when um somebody posted. I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but it was some dumb like anti-Trump or or it actually it might have been tweeted a video of like Trump like wrestling down like a CNN logo or some shit. And there was a big debate on the internet because I think it was either CNN or Wapo said they were going to publish the name of the person that had authored that tweet and in internet culture it's like dude you're doxing but like in journal culture it's like well, no yeah. this is newsworthy so give it credit <laughs> yeah so it's like there's this really yeah, weird CNN, thing where it's like, cnn wrote underneath the article that they uh were going to release the information of the person but they chose not to and then the alt-right took that narrative and said this is actually doxing even though it's like regular journalism and then further uh well, further hold on like, didn't CNN literally say that like if the person didn't take it down or some shit that they were going to post it or something? Or it sounded I, I, like I, I'm not exactly. I don't remember exactly what they wrote, but I do know that they lied about it, including Mike Cernovich, who followed up and said that the person that they were going to dox is like a 16 year old boy or something. When that wasn't the case, it was actually like a 45 year old. I'm like 99 percent sure CNN literally threatened like, like if the guy didn't apologize for it or some shit that they were going to post his information. I'm pretty sure that that was. The guy I, mean, was I don't know. I don't know what the what the exact note was underneath it. Um, I don't remember, but, but um, my, my interest in it lies in like, uh, Mike Cernovich and other people like then continuing doubling down and saying that, oh, not only are you going to dox this person, uh, but the person you're trying to dox is actually like a 16 year old kid. Uh, how dare you? And then lying about it. And then Mike Cernovich literally admitting that he knew, uh, he, he didn't know whether or not the person was 16, but it doesn't matter. That narrative is out there and everyone will know you, uh, K-File. 
Andrew Kaczynski as a person who doxes 16 year olds for the rest of time. Like I, um, I, think, I think the other complication with the doxing too was that there was a kid that they thought was that kid, but it turns out he wasn't. And then people started harassing that kid and yeah, at and like another a kid came out saying something about like rape or something. There was like another video about some other kids. There's two different videos. Uh, one video, one video was a uh, was uh, these two girls that were walking by. And those uh, those those Covington kids were some of the group. Some of the kids from the Covington group were sitting around yelling at those girls, like they were screaming at them. Uh, and they just like kind of caught the uh, the last part of it. Uh, I don't know about the rape one though. Uh, I- I'm not sure. I didn't see that rape one get uh, confirmed, which is why I didn't cover that or I didn't include that in my uh, in my story. Yeah, the thing about like um like I love Twitter, but the thing about twitter any any like real topics or political topics it's never discussion it's always just like ever discussion you know, super it's extreme just like, this was so fucked up that he did or he did nothing at all it's like nobody has a gray area nobody meets in the middle hardly anybody like has discussions it's just like this like bloods or crips back and forth like fucking war and it's just like mm. you know I, I i like talking about it with you guys but on fucking yeah. Twitter when it's just like there's no fucking middle ground. It's kind of disgusting. Dude, make it, it makes it all so hard too because I don't mind talking about it. I like talking about whatever's going on in the world, but like it's so hard to come up with answers. And so like having a discussion is great and being aware of it great and making people think and a group of people like this talking civilly about it is awesome. But like yeah. culturally, like what are we going to do about it? Whoever was wrong or, you know, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Uh, Crips versus Bloods, who's in the right. But uh, how are we going to try to fix things? And, and was yeah. there actual damage done? Do we need to pay more attention to this or should we pay more attention to other things going on? I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. It was like, right. it was like, it was a little bit of a fucked up situation, but I mean, like what really fucking happened? Yeah, it was peaceful. It was a peaceful protest, really. At the okay. end of the day, but it was it was pretty visually a little messed up. Some people. Look, look, it's a really it's a really dumb story that the media always latches onto. And as soon as I saw it, when someone linked it to me in my chat while I was on Twitter, I was like, oh, whatever. This kid's face looked fucking stupid, and I moved on. <laughs> and then I knew that two days later it was going to be a gigantic story. And it was. Now, the thing that really frustrates me about this is the overreaction from uh, outlets because it's a picture-perfect representation of, like, um, systemic racism. It's a picture-perfect representation of racism. That's why they're, that's why people, like, really latched onto it because you have a group of, like, very smug, um, you know, uh, white children in MAGA hats that have, like, surrounded, seemingly surrounded this Native American elder who is drumming, right? And, like, uh, and, and, um, and chanting. Uh, so... Uh, it, it, there, there are images that are similar to this yeah. uh, throughout history, throughout American history, that are nearly identical to this one. So that's why they were like, this is iconic. This is our moment. We're just going to fucking cover this. We're going to talk about it. The thing that really frustrates me is that um, the media jumped on the narrative, whatever, and then everyone immediately on the internet started like trying to dox these kids. And like, you know, there were famous celebrities like Andy Milanakis who were talking about slapping these kids in the face. I didn't and, say I was you know, gonna say I was gonna slap. Them. No, I'm kidding. That's just a fucking joke. Who gives <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But like, you know, there were people who were like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw these kids in the fucking wood chipper," uh, and 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 shit like that, which is insane. Like, yeah, they're racist, smug pieces of shit. They're all rich. They're all fucking. They come from a 99% uh, all white uh, Catholic boys school. Uh, their families are obviously very wealthy. They were able to hire a PR crew that CNN uses, uh, uh, like a PR team that CNN themselves use for crisis are you being PR. Serious right now. Yes. Um, everything I'm stating is true. 
uh, in the aftermath so that they could like write an apology letter and shit, even though they didn't actually apologize. But what's really frustrating is like that same kind of sympathy that we extend to young white children, especially rich white children, uh, especially if it fits the conservative narrative, is never extended to, to young children of color or, you know, black children uh, brown children like this is an administration that has been making a massive story about this now that they found out that there were what black israelites that triggered these children to to like swarming the the native american elder that walked in between the black israelites and the children originally that doesn't change that narrative that significantly it doesn't alter the narrative that differently that same image is is still well, there the video the video of the black israelites the black israelites were saying way worse shit than the white kids were saying yeah they're fucking black israelites they're crazy they're they're okay. nuts. Okay. All they're right. nuts. But how can it's you not like using their right? behavior at all? I think they're they're fucking they're nuts, and everyone knows what is nuts. what is what is a black Israelite? Um, it's <laughs> like uh, like name. Scientologist, <laughs> but it's way more violent. Okay, but they're not like a like a black and they're, they're, they're not like a black conservative or whatever, right? No, no, no. Well, they have some conservative uh, leanings for sure. Like they're misogynist. Uh, some of them are misogynistic. Some of them are like uh, homophobic. They have like very racially charged views about white people. Some of them do. Um, it's Kanye. Kanye's like a black Israelite. I don't know. Wait, that's the best what? example. Wait, who is? Kanye's a very Kanye. popular example of it, and yeah, and probably Wait, not as Kanye? like. Yes. Is a black Israelite? Wait, what? No, not Kanye West. Kanye Ashandu. It's this oh, other okay, guy. Never mind. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought Kanye West too. <laughs> I'm fucking totally fucking. No, was joking. I was, I was saying, I was talking about Kanye West. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, we can talk oh. more about this uh, off stream if you want, Destiny. But uh, we need to bring. Wait, are you being uh... no, Wait, Kanye West started a black Israelite. Wait, what does that mean? I'm saying that Kanye West, uh -huh. at one point in time. Like when he was at the peak of his uh, of his mental breakdown, was spreading white uh, black Israelite messaging to his close friends, you mean, and you mean uh, when, talking when they, about and what when they when they pulled him off of the the tour yes. the PD Pablo tour or whatever it was or sorry no uh, no no, Pablo tour. no 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 when when he was um this was like a couple months ago. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't I mean, realize I we hadn't reached. I, I wouldn't really ship it. I wouldn't really buy into that. Kanye could tweet tomorrow that like, "Yo, motherfucker, I'm Mars. I'm the actual planet Mars. <laughs> Fuck all you Earthlings." Like, like, Kanye's a fucking weirdo. Like, yeah, maybe he was, but he's he's on always some different shit to stir shit up. I don't really buy everything that he says that like is like oh yeah he's really into Scientology now or like he's a black Israelite now or he's on this shit he's just a fucking weirdo that does shit for publicity a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't buy that he's actually going on the Joe Rogan show either. God damn it, sitting here waiting <laughs> by the waiting by the YouTubes. Um. Anyway, we got too caught up in the black Israelite shit though. Some of them are some of them. Some people even consider like. Um, uh, black supremacists like a hate group as well. Uh, anyway, look, it, it, don't get too caught up on the Kanye West thing. I was just trying to fucking uh, point to a frame of oh, reference. Yeah, I, just for everyone I, was, like, missing something I think we need to bring someone like, here's a problem. Everyone keeps complaining to me every week to bring in someone from the right, but here's the issue. I don't want to make this into, like, everyone from the right, no offense, so far from what I've uh, met on Twitch, is it's like, he, they're, re they're ready for a fucking, like, CNN Fox News debate with their fucking red t fucking bow tie and they're sitting there for waiting for questions like if you guys can find me a personality 
that has right view beliefs, I will bring him on, okay? Someone that can mesh with us. I'm not gonna bring someone on that has a goddamn fucking spelling bee fucking, you know, vocabulary that's when- What about Lyric? Is Lyric right? Lyric white? Holy no, shit. No, right, right, right. <laughs> I've right. never seen him. I don't know, he doesn't have a webcam. I did not say white, I said right. <laughs> I said, I think right. he's buying a webcam Stop at like 60,000 subs. No, I don't know. I'm just showing. <laughs> so, excuse me, what did you say? Mm -hmm. Moving on. How do you turn on a PS4? I literally don't know how to turn this thing on. I've been looking at this uh, thing for 10 minutes. There's like a hidden on. button. You have to run yeah. your fingers all around yeah. it. Like, yeah, one of those slits under the one it's of those so uh, show, 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 show it to us. Oh, oh, I found it. I found it. Yep. Uh, Anyways, the um, they actually make them harder and harder to turn on with each generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anyways, the buttons are so fucking let's annoying. Let's move on to the next yeah. topic here. I, I really want to talk about... Uh, Let's bring in a lighter topic here um, for the other boys to talk about. And then we'll bring up the Chris Brown and Johnny Depp. And I'll tie it into what I, I've been talking about for the last two months. Um, I know it's boring and it's repetitive to talk about this, you know, quote unquote, uh, sensitive stuff. I get it. But I do want to talk about this because there is new evidence that's come to light. And I think it's very important to talk about. But before we get there, let's talk about how uh, that Congress way. Is she a congresswoman? I think she's a congresswoman, and she was supporting, uh, yeah, the, the U.S. congresswoman, Alexandria uh, Cortez, um, helped the Twitch streamer H. Bomber guy raise $340,000 plus her transgender nonprofit. Like, how, that, that is huge. I mean, a congresswoman. Okay, let's be fair. She didn't, she didn't do a significant portion of that yeah, uh, money yes, raising. Right. It was mostly H. Bomber guy. She just showed up. But it was dope that she yes, did. Yes, true. That's exactly right. I was actually uh, reviewing the clips for it when he did uh, raise that. And it was actually insane. And, you know, hearts and chat for that guy. You know, a positive energy. Good for him. But isn't it unreal? You know, what? You know what avenues Twitch is, is hitting? You know, where, you know, congressmen are retweeting Twitch. Are retweeting Twitch. You know, they're, they're retweeting Twitch streamers. You know, it's getting to a point where everyone's getting involved. I mean... Uh, Drake Bell streaming on Twitch. You know, we have Danny Brown. We have Andy here. We, we have huge, huge, huge people just coming on. And Sam Piker from the Young Turks, dude. Yeah, I'm right here, dude. X, yeah. X, X, you see oh, the, face, the face I of Overwatch. Excuse me, the face of Overwatch with his juicing shirt. You know, we have Hassan from the Young Turks here. We have Gutex. We have Stephen Bonnell. You know, the rival. The born rival of Benton Shapiro himself. I mean, we really have. We have just, it's, we're hitting crazy avenues. I mean, in 10 years, where do you guys see this? Is this going to be just a, it, I mean, it's already taken over TV. I'd say it's better than TV. I think a lot of people don't even, in, in this chat, how many of you guys have TV? How many of you guys watch it? Or how many of you guys just you, you watch Twitch? I mean, I talk to a lot of people uh, uh, in my Discord and a lot of them don't even have cable. They just watch fucking Twitch, you know. You online. know what? You know how it's really, this is kind of off topic, but we were just talking about a Twitch rant and how big it's going to be. So I guess it's on topic. But you know how, like, it's kind of really hard if you want to do produce shows and make uh, money and get subs and all that stuff. If you want to just do, like, um, kind of like a nice show that's, like, only an hour long on Twitch that has a lot of setup. A lot of people don't seem seem to see the value in it because you're not really making a bunch of money and it's like way more effort than just doing a normal stream. Yep. Well, I mean, look if, at like a look at Roger's stream. Oh, let me just finish my thought. Like, oh, yeah. if if Twitch keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger with bigger advertisements, and say it's like competing with something like Netflix, maybe there's a a way to get like budgets from the company if it's doing so well and they can put money into stuff where we're still doing a live thing. We can still talk to chat, but 
it could be kind of funded by the company because they see the value in like funded by Twitch. Yeah, like we'll say like instead of having you know ten or twenty thousand viewers, if it was a produced show and it was on the front page and it was advertised, it could maybe get like say like a hundred or two hundred thousand, and with the advertisement and stuff, you could justify the cost of like a budgeted produced show. They're, they're I'm just talking already. about future stuff. Like, no, no, they're, they're no. already putting that, I think, in the uh, Ford. But would people watch a produced show? Would people engage with it? I feel like engagement is a massive part of, like, uh, Twitch. Like, my, my stream is fairly scuffed in comparison to, like, a lot of other Twitch streamers, and, and so is Trains, obviously. Um, I think there and, are two ways yet, to do it. You could do it. He could... still pulls in a fuckload of viewers, right? Yeah, I think there are two ways to do it. You could do a produced show where it would feel weird talking to chat. Or you could have like a fucking David Letterman show with like big celebrity guests and a whole audience, but mm -hmm. you actually are still looking at chat and talking to chat and taking questions from chat. I think you can still incorporate I think it if you sell, wanted to. I honestly think, and, and I've been talking about this for a, I think two years now, a year and a half, and you know I've been talking with a lot of people. I mean, and I, I think this would actually hit. Okay, imagine taking you know XQC, myself, you know Greek, Andy, Destiny, Hassan, like everyone in here putting them into a house and then the equal amount of, of the opposite gender, you know, a Jersey Shore type scuffed like IRL stream of like the daily people in this chat that they might be too uh, egotistical to admit that would be good. But I'm telling you, that would be so like just the sh that show. I'm telling you, would be crazy just to see the ins and outs but, of drama. But the like, so but just, just to play right. devil's We're nice Poseidon. Well, yeah, but you're, I think you're missing the point. Like, I feel like nobody would ever do that concept because not every streamer is at the same level, like in terms of growth and size. And it feel like, like they, it wouldn't be like worth it for them or whatnot, right? They're not gaining enough compared to the other people. Yeah, of course. So, no, true. nobody would do it. Yeah, I agree with uh, Andy. I, I, no, sorry. Go go ahead. Ahead. Uh, I think Andy's idea is great, but if you look at the projection of YouTube, it kind of went that route with the, uh, you know, YouTube Red or. Some YouTubers back in the day, when YouTube started 2007 or something, they started to make a lot more money. And so by 2010, 12, and now, they have they have fancy sets and they all have all these things. Uh, some of my friends are fairly big on YouTube, uh, the Just Kidding uh, comedy group. I don't know if you guys know them. But oh, I know those guys. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, yeah so Bart's one of my best friends. And, and they started kind of scuffed like this, and they have Just Kidding News. And sit down in front of two cameras, and they just talk. And then they edit it up, whatever. They got a fancy set, Andy. It was sick. It literally looked just like David Letterman's. They spent a ton of money on it, and they were going to build a TV show out of it, potentially put it on YouTube, potentially sell it. Um, and their viewers on YouTube kind of rejected it. They're like, this looks too gloss. This looks too whatever. And that's why I personally, I still do YouTube, but that's personally why I moved to Twitch is because it's, it feels more authentic. It feels more organic. And there's a, there's some kind of balance between being produced and having good quality and still remaining the same. Uh, YouTube Red, same ideas. Yeah. YouTube and companies come together and they hey, we want yeah, Andy to start in this skit. Here's our money. So no, agree, agree. agree. But, but, uh, but, but as soon as they start paying you, they can start to control you. So, hey, here, I'm, I'm with uh, uh, whatever, Coca-Cola. We're going to sponsor Andy's talk show. Here's 10 grand. Now you have to say what I want you to say, you know? Nah, that's not necessarily true. You, you, you still could have a lot of creative control. It depends on how you work the deal. I mean, you could have so much creative control where you have like – the final cut and i know live is different but yeah. you could you, you definitely there's a sliding scale to how much uh, creative creative control you could have also i think i totally see your point and when you kind of hollywoodize a lot of the like rustic feeling cool shows that people feel like warm and cozy watching and now they're just kind of feel like a little bit cold and hollywood yeah. and all the lights and cameras 
I just think that there are also some ideas that would lend themselves better to a little bit more money, a little bit more of a produced idea, and some that feel just like they should stay put, you know? Yeah, I think um, the best way is for the user uh, to col collaborate, kind of like Trainwrecks is talking about, with our money and our resources. As soon as you get like Twitch involved, even though Twitch is super cool, but hypothetically, or big companies, I think it starts to get weird. And then you have Kevin Hart all over the front page of YouTube next to Jimmy Kimmel. And where are all the YouTubers that I used to like to watch organically find? I wasn't referring to, I wasn't, excuse me, I wasn't, I wasn't referring to like a, a, you know, crazy Jersey Shore type of, you know, trashy, you know, sex and weird shit like YouTube. No, content. of course not. I, I was, I, I, I was, I, I, I was referring to like an offline TV, but Papega style. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I love, listen, a lot of the offline TV people, they're my friends, they're cool dudes, you know, they're classy, they're positive vibes, but, you know, imagine putting a little Pepega overtone in that house, you know, it would be a completely different show, and I think it'd be really, really fun, like, it could be I, great. I agree, I agree, and I, I also agree with XUC that a lot of people wouldn't want to do it, but I think for different reasons, because XUC, say you're the biggest streamer that signs on to that you feel like, oh, well, you know, fucking 2K Andy over there is not going to really benefit me. I'm just here kind of wasting my time. Well, it's not like, about well, it. Hold on, let me finish. Like, I, I just think that the show idea could potentially be so big. It doesn't matter who the other streamers are. It could be, like, the biggest thing on Twitch that people watch every day for months, and it could, like, grow you on its own. It doesn't matter if the other streamers are, like, the hugest. You know what oh. I mean? Just as an entity, it could be like, holy shit, these motherfuckers are living in the house every day, like, this and this happens. Every day that and that happens. Fucking uh, Andy fucking smeared peanut butter on an excuse face when he was fucking sleeping. And yeah. then XUC woke up and <laughs> stuck his dick yeah, in like, Andy's mouth. I'm just <laughs> like the size of the show. I'd watch it. Sign me up. Like the size of the show and make up for any feelings like that that people would have, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The size of the actual thing. I just feel like oh, with, with like production value and shit like that. Like where like you guys were talking. I feel like most personalities on Twitch uh, shine in their bedrooms and their element. It's other like personalities and stuff. Like. Shine in my and and most things on Twitch revolve around the content. Not not much about like the production quality and how good it looks. Yeah. So, so sometimes making things look really good and putting putting like, people in it doesn't really look doesn't like really appeal to what people look for. Yeah. I, I think guess, if I we that. were all in a fucking bar, we had three cameras set up and we were doing an IRL stream, we were all in tuxedos and there were a bunch of girls there and the whole thing, the whole night was improvised and we were all playing a different character. Like, and we had that stream go on for four hours. I think it would be the best thing that Twitch ever had on. And that's I agree. idea that I came up with a snap. I could come up with 20 more. And there are so many ideas that you could do that you can't just do in your bedroom. That would be like, holy shit. This live version of a fucking improvised acted show is like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I think some of it could be really cool. It's just like, just seeing YouTube's projection uh, just makes me so sad how commercial it got. And it, it feels like you're turning on TNT or some shit every time you go the homepage as long as it keeps like authentic authentic and organic uh creators involved then then i think it, the potential is limitless yeah, yeah I mean, well, that, that was one of the situ uh, one of the issues that youtube had in that era that you're describing like 2010 to 2013 or whatever when they had the creator fund wasn't it like a hundred million dollars or something that they had allocated towards giving that to production companies and MCNs and all yeah. kinds of uh, people who are already in position to, to put together high budget um, content. And I think 
generally for the most part most of that content was not as successful financially as they had hoped it would be so if you take that same sort of mentality and then apply it to twitch i think that it would be likely that a lot of that same sort of um a lot of those same misfires would happen but i will say that you know twitch has been funding content either through paying um, streamers X number of dollars for a certain number of hours streamed per month, or, uh, you know, let's say funding uh, esports by sponsoring tournaments in the past, or, you know, even experimenting now with like on-demand shows that are pre-produced and then aired live, like um, Fresh Stock, which was their streetwear show. Um, and so I think that that's the natural progression uh for twitch because you know there's so much money now but i think if you guys really think that that would be an uh something that would work i actually think that you know anybody here on the in this in this call could pitch something like that to twitch and i mean i i think that they're constantly looking for new content ideas which is you know probably one of the reasons why this show and this format does so well is because it's you know it's not one person sitting in their bedroom streaming games. Mm -hmm. And so as the audience grows, you're going to have more and more millennials, you know, that grew up with Twitch, you know, continue to watch. And then the content will sort of evolve on its, on its own to expand past gaming. One of the issues that you have to look at when you talk about funding content that a lot of people don't think of are margins. Um, one of the reasons why like heavily produced content is, is getting increasingly <laughs> rare these days is because stuff that's easier to produce that either costs less money or gives you more viewer hours, right? So like doing an eight hour stream versus like an eight hour YouTube video is really hard, right? These things are like highly preferable to things that, you know, cost a fuck ton of money, you know, don't aren't broadcasted for as long. Um, Overwatch League, for example. Sure. Well, no, not even. That would be like a. That would, well, wait. Are you talking about something that costs a lot of money to put on, or? No, they they like they stream for like really long periods of time. They have a very very good like streamer like streamer mm -hmm. hours or whatever the fuck. Oh, okay, um, sure. It's the um the, the this is one of the big reasons why you, people seem confused for why we've moved to um, uh, reality TV shows so much. Right, but like it's it's totally obvious. It's because these things are insanely fucking cheap to shoot. They make a lot of money because people like to watch that shit. But even if your viewership is like half as much as it would be with like a Game of Thrones, you know, it's costing like one fiftieth of the price or whatever to produce. Like these things are so fucking cheap. And when you're yeah. looking at serving ads on the internet, it's the same type of thing. Like if I'm gonna do a low effort broadcast for eight hours, I can do this every single fucking day. But eight hours of Game of Thrones is. Um, was it 10 million or 100 million how much did they spend yeah. on that last season it was a fuck ton of money you know i think it was more than 10 million because i think yeah, uh, 10 million really whatever got, yeah she got two million and up or something yeah wasn't it like 100 million on the <laughs> it last has to be season? maybe more um yeah so it's like um if you want to have these types of projects they're, they're, these are always going to be passion projects um i would say that when it comes to twitch and kind of the ecosystem we build here and maybe things in general what you really have is like 90% has to do with the content and then like 10% is this added production value. So yeah. what you described earlier, Andy, you know, taking three cameras and having a nice setup and, and you know, people actually like running a studio and shit and, and having a ton of people talking in a bar that would be really interesting. That would be like really cool. 
But if you had like the same cool people with like three fucking cell phones, you would get like about the same viewership. Like it would be really close. Like all of that added production shit costs so much money, takes so much planning, makes <laughs> you're not making as much content because you have to plan for it and then budget it. And it, at the end of the day, at least as far as Twitch goes, you don't really get a final product that's like so much more, you know, impressive to a lot of people, I think. That's why I, I was saying for the future. I was saying like a future thing because uh, I'm just saying like if the numbers with Twitch grew over the, like the next three years to where, you know, produced content could pro probably bring in like maybe five times the amount of people. Um, but I, another model that could work is say you did one on your own. Say I funded my own thing and I just did one and people love this like so much. Yeah, it's like a pilot episode. We had say all of us here. It was like a three-hour scripted, like, weird improv shit. Um, and I really have always kind of, like, felt weird about Patreon. But if you had kind of, like, that built-in model built into, like, Twitch, to where, like, yo, if you guys want to see episode two of this, you know, it costs $10,000 to make. We can, you know, try to raise the money over the next, like, it's kind of like a donation goal, I guess. But yeah, startup I don't know. startup fund. I think Hassan, yeah, like, wait, I, I have a question. I think Hassan um, has a question and then execute. Aren't the aren't the uh, biggest streamers still on the network? Uh, aside from like all the streamers here, aren't the biggest streamers on the network still like uh, normie facing streamers for the most part? Like, yep. uh, like people who play Fortnite for children stream. and uh, yeah. You know, like younger audiences on average, they they still bring in like thirty k minimum, right? Every stream. Whoa, like whoa, concurrently whoa. up there i don't like know all like the big Fortnite Nick, streamers dr Lipo, like tsm like all the phase guys uh you, I, I don't think it makes Ninja. all the Fortnite together like i think Fortnite is an entirely different game it's like you know well, what no, I think? the reason why i'm saying that is because yeah, like, it, there's still an element of twitch like the most successful the most financially successful element of twitch is still uh video game streamers right or, or specifically like whatever video game is like really popular at the time um and and uh, I don't know how to I don't know how that computes with like what uh, you guys do or what I do as well here, which is mostly like just chatting or like variety streaming. I guess that's what the term is, right? Um, and and like uh, the the biggest variety streamers are, are still bringing in like let's say twenty k to thirty k max versus the biggest uh, Fortnite streamers or video game streamers are still bringing in a lot higher numbers, right? Yeah, but they're, they're locked in, though. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 no, they can I'm only saying, stream that one thing with that much viewership. You're just saying the demographics are different. Uh, oh, yeah. But, yeah. I, I feel like this is relatively new, so we don't know. But what I do know, uh, if there's anything I know about Twitch or, or about the internet in general and content creation in the internet is that higher production value absolutely does not mean you will get uh, larger audiences. Uh, and and because the internet is like totally different than uh, mainstream media, mainstream media is very limited. Like there are still there are only a finite amount of shows you can run uh, versus an infinite amount of channels you can have on the internet. Uh, so the CPMs are lower, and the ad revenue that uh, that that uh, gets divided amongst uh, all of the internet gets divided amongst an infinite amount of people or an infinite amount of uh, content opportunities compared to like. 200 channels what that, You're forgetting about one what thing that comes that down to real quick what that comes down to is is exactly what silent mike says that is a demographic if you look at a fortnite streamers demographic and honestly at this point i think i think i could even mix in the raj patel show to what it is now and, and into the fortnite demographic and 
I'm not I'm not referring to the Fortnite demographic as as you know the kids. I'm referring to the Fortnite demographic as normies of everyday life goers that yeah. aren't in the gaming world. See, people like like for example, this Scuff podcast. No normie that's sitting in class is going to want to watch this unless he's in the gaming community and knows who each and every one of you are. The Raj Patel show has evolved into something where a normie in class or in college or having a coffee could come in, come onto Twitch from the Fortnite section or the Sea of Thieves section from some and be like, "What the fuck's this show? We have you know six girls out here and we have six guys. There's yelling, screaming. This is like a goddamn Jersey Shore of you know it's all hell's breaking loose." So I think it's a demographic of what content and what communities attract viewers that can enjoy it without being a part of it and that's exactly what i think uh what raj patel's show has evolved into and what a lot of fortnite streamers or sea of thieves streamers are headed toward it's what viewers can attract and benefit and enjoy a stream without actually being involved in the community someone like myself when i play when i'm talking to my chat why would some random guy that has no idea who I am, no idea what my community is, no idea what the fuck is going on in the Papago world, want to watch me? There is nothing appealing unless they get to know me. Now, for the Rosh Patel and show- And even then, the... it's questionable. Exactly. And and so th that's what we're really talking about here. There are streams out Boy, there that Joe Schmoke- Can, can I can say something? Yeah, Hold on. I, I've been waiting for fucking ever. I just want to say one thing. The the thing is, like, if you look at, at how mainstream Fortnite got, and you saw, like, Ninja bringing J Drake and the numbers in Twitch increase, like, say, like, you guys are thinking about this production, uh, this produced content not ever bringing in uh, as much money. If you make something good enough where this is the one destination where you could watch it, like, if you have to go to HBO Go just to watch Game of Thrones or you have to go to Netflix to watch whatever original shows on there, if you do some produced content that could be appealing to a wide mainstream audience and the only place you could see it on twitch and you blow it up so much and it's so good you could bring in fucking like say 20 percent of the viewers are just to watch that show on twitch you open it up to a new thing where you're bringing a new completely new stream of people in here um and i know maybe that's like a long shot to get there but i feel like that has the chance to do it more than like Oh, I'm watching this guy stream again for eight hours today. When you when you do something and you craft different. something and put art into it and make a, like a really crazy produced thing, you have the chance of that of striking gold. I guess gold. like yeah. The problem seems to be that what? this has already been Destiny, tried. Can XQC get a word and he's been yeah, trying for a while. XQC. No, I just um, <laughs> I just sometimes there's like a big um, a misunderstanding of like oh we want these guys to start coming in from this avenue, but then while doing that they push to people that are in the first place that watch it like uh, in the first place, right? And I feel like production value should be like only used to enhance what people care for or what people, why people watch in the first place, if it can enhance it. But otherwise, production value, if it enhances like things that people yeah. don't, give, don't give a fuck about, it's useless. Yeah, but that should be on the creator yeah, like the to adapt a new demographic. Yeah, why can't it well, involve no, no. it? To yeah, the New Year's Eve thing's a good uh, example. <laughs> yeah, it's a great example of high production value that, that uh, you know, create it was a total failure as far as like viewership yeah, but, numbers and but that's stuff bullshit though that's not anything creative no, i'm talking about like a creative right. written so, show yeah Raina already did this Raina Raina had like a crazy like month didn't but Raina like, isn't doing... as funny as me yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's I'm the whole kidding, point. Well, no, no, no. But you, like that, you're proving my argument. That's what I'm saying. Like the massive production and shit didn't help at all. If anything, I think his viewership was lower than normal. But than that just... wasn't the, that wasn't what I was but talking that, about. That, the the thing about no. Raynet is Raynet did some live shit, right? He used good cameras. 
and he did what he did, and I thought it was cool because I haven't seen it on Twitch. But I'm talking about something that is unique that feels like a show, but it's live. Like yeah, it would have to focus on it would have to focus on whatever this platform's uh like uh whatever whatever uh properties this platform has that yeah. differentiates it from YouTube. And what one of those things is engagement. Another one is the emotes. Like there are as someone who's new to the platform. I, I learned very quickly that like emotes are incredibly important. There's a whole culture that surrounds memes, for example. There's a whole and and, and engagement with the audience is incredibly important as well. Like um, these are if you were to figure out a show that focuses on those elements uh, and yeah, and, and you increase your production value, I guess every... a little bit, but like the production value isn't necessarily what drives the content. It's the, it's the interaction mean... and the drama yeah. between the streamers and the interaction between the streamers and the engagement that they have with the fans that drives the content. Like, I think if content is good here on Twitch, but it thrives on Reddit, on, on live stream fails, and like on everyone's individual subreddits and shit, more also, so than like, any other net, any other platform I've ever been all on. All right, you guys are not saying like, like, I'm not saying I have the actual idea yet. I'm just saying the potential for yeah, it yeah. is I, there, I right? Just, like, I, you yeah. can no, have, I agree. Uh, what yeah, I think and, though like, is, 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 and, is hold on, let me just, just one yeah, thought, yeah, like right. the, the, um, you could have straw polls with every decision you make, what room to go in, who to, who to talk to. If you were doing like a live murder mystery, if you were yeah. doing a live improv scene, you could have the chat be there for every part of the way with decision making. Yeah. And I'm like I said, I don't have the actual creative idea, but the potential for that with a little bit of production value is there. And I don't, I'm necessarily I'm, saying I'm, I'm with money, you. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, Andy. I totally get it because I, I think that right now. Uh, because streaming is still a really new technology, you know, relatively speaking, uh, the type of content that we have here on Twitch compared to what we will have, let's say, 5, 10, you know, 5, 10, 15 years into the future is going to be night and day. And uh, yeah. I, I think that there's not enough people trying to approach it like that the way that you are, Andy. But uh, I think that's because you know the the ninjas of the world sort of make it seem force people to think within this very narrow scope or box like okay this is how you stream on twitch one person games bedroom etc but i think uh you know it's interesting because you come at it from a, a different perspective i'm actually kind of curious maybe you've told i'm sure you've told the story a thousand times but I, I don't know but i'd be curious to know you know, how you got your show started, like, so, you know, back in the day. Um, yeah, I'll try to make it as short as possible because I don't want to rant for an hour. I know people... Okay, wait, on that, this is the absolute rudest thing I've ever done in my life, but I have to take off <laughs> because I don't want to hear it. But I love you all. See, it wasn't rude until you said that. I'm sorry, but Okay, I love you guys. Stay safe. Destiny! I love you, Tyler. Okay. Oh, I, hey, I love you, bro. Let's soon let's right, hang out. Luck. Call yep, duty, call bye. duty, call duty. Okay. See you, Destiny. What an asshole that guy's. I can't um, believe this fucking guy, dude. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll keep it really short. Uh, I was making a bunch of internet videos at a time. It was before YouTube and all that shit. So it was really rare to see someone make user-generated weird videos. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel found it. It went viral. He put me on his show. I, I moved to L.A. I did travel correspondent bits for him where I would like talk to people like Man on the Street style. And then he brought me to MTV. We showed him a bunch of my old internet videos. They showed him the pieces that I did on Kimmel. 
and I got a pilot and got picked up. It was just basically getting discovered on the internet through I, Jimmy Kill. I think uh, I think the point you brought up of Rinad actually falls into the exact point XQC made earlier about um, production can only go so far because some streamers they don't they perform better you know in their room by themselves you know on their computer playing whatever game they play not all of them can adapt or adjust to the IRL world and and yeah. keep that entertainment and value all so i think want to yeah, be so, so i think XQC brought up a really good point and i, I think that Raynat situation is proof to it cuz Raynat i think to this day has had probably the best quality there is to any IRL stream on the, to this date so yeah it's amazing yeah so realistically i think that well, proves XQC's point fuck. Okay, I just want to, uh, I'm going to be finished, Andy. Uh, I just want to say one thing, like, just let's say, um, let's say you have the, the Raynat setup, where, right? like, three camera angles, like, all, all that shit, right? Mm hmm And it's really good, it's, like, really good, uh, really good quality, and I think it's clear. Let's say you were to go IRL with, like, personalities, like, a bunch of, like, personality shit, like, I don't know, like, soda, a bunch of people. Try to interact and make, make genuine content with, like, a camera crew around, or, like, big cameras looking at you, like, it's, it makes the whole vibe different. It makes people interact. Yeah, yeah. yeah it would depend on the person for sure. That's I why. Think. Yes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, what I think too is if we use some of the money and we're just using production, but like that can mean a lot of different things. If you're just thinking fancy camera, that's one thing, like cameraman all over. But if you think about like exposure and creativity and kind of like Andy's different ideas you could build together or rent out a building or better internet or whatever it might be, I think yeah. it has a better chance to adapt because. Twitch is different, and that's why it is what it is, and that's why it's grown. It's not because it's Game of Thrones. And there's always going to be a demographic to watch Game of Thrones, but some of those people might be interested in a more raw, real conversation like happens on this podcast every week or whatever. It's more, to me, about the exposure with the same creators that are creating right now rather than exposing the platform, and then all of a sudden, uh, Trainwreck is out the door and Kevin Hart little asses bouncing around you know and that's what happened yeah. to youtube opposed to somehow train wrecks getting some you know whatever it's money or commercial time or twitch promoting them or in general all of us like even to my friends i'm like none of my friends know twitch only my one homie and i'm like look dude there's some really cool stuff really cool communities really creative people all your, all your youtuber friends yeah them youtuber friends regular i mean i don't really have that many friends be honest but my youtuber friends real life friends lifting friends no one has a clue but if they were in uh you know they think oh what are guys you know sitting there playing world of warcraft and oh there there's some great world of warcraft guys there's also great people just having podcasts there's kind of a cup of tea for everybody on twitch and it's more about getting those people to even realize the platform and give it a chance i think than than turning this into cnn guys yeah, so the, the so thing to, that we're um, not the thing that we're not considering though and this is really important, and I'm going to go back to the Logan Paul example for this, is that Twitch requires an unimaginable amount of work, an unimaginable amount of time that you need to spend in order to get any sort of traction on the platform. And I'm speaking from personal experience on this. Uh, if you yeah. don't, like, you have to constantly be tapped in. You have to constantly fucking deliver day in, day out. But most importantly, you have to deliver for six to eight hours every single day. Logan yeah, Paul makes it's one fucking garbage. YouTube video and he's already bringing in so much more money to his channel and through, uh, to his network through partnerships and through ad revenue that it, it, he doesn't need to be on Twitch for eight hours. Because same with like same with a professional like show. Whereas Conan O'Brien can clip out uh, parts of his show and post it on Twitch and make a and, and, and I mean, not Twitch, sorry, right. and post it on YouTube and make a lot of money there as well or like start 
creeping onto that platform while not necessarily focusing too much time or energy or effort on uh, building out uh, their their uh, uh, following on that platform. Twitch requires a lot of hands-on attention and a lot of engagement with the audience. So it's almost impossible for someone who has other better things to do outside of Twitch to, to dedicate enough uh, effort to, to building their following. Yeah, you definitely have to love it. You, you, sure. you, you totally explain my backstory minus like a, a significant chunk of money. But yeah, that's why I, for the longest time, one of the one of the main reasons uh, for the longest time why I didn't care to spend a lot of uh, mental resources and time on Twitch was simply because I've been doing it long enough that what we were doing with YouTube and events and merch and our own subscription website and you know selling digital products and services, all of that stuff was already running long before Twitch you know, became a, a viable platform financially. So it was like there was never, <coughs> compared to the amount of time that it was going to take to build, uh, it was just simply not financially worth it compared to what we were already doing. Yeah, that's my struggle too, is just like creatively I want to do so much more, but like if you don't stream like 30, at least 30 hours a week at least, then you're just like, oh, cool, like well, I want to work on something. I go to New York for two weeks. I lose half your subs. You know. Yeah, like, that gotta, that was always me. Yeah, yeah. I it's, always it's saw it that ridiculous. way as well. I I just personally don't think. I, I just don't believe that there. It's a super absolute that you have to spend. You know, let's say forty hours a week on Twitch in order to build a substantial presence over time. Um, I think that it can be done. I mean, that's like working hard. But I think there's not enough people out there trying to work smart. Yeah, and I think it can be said for other platforms too. Uh, last person I want to defend right here is whatever Logan Paul, but like, uh, and they do can they can stockpile right? They, he could technically shoot five videos in a day, throw it to his editor and whatever. But I'm sure there was some grind involved on Vine, isn't that where he started or whatever platform you start on? Same with podcasting. I do a ton of podcasting for iTunes and stuff, and all that. Yes technical like recording time is less and then you chop it up and, and go uh more hands-on time is on twitch uh, but the grind is similar uh the consistency has to be similar uh, a hair of luck has to be similar and then also other work like me and gutex were talking the other day about just networking being a normal person doing this expo going to go you know shake this guy's hand meet this person whatever it might be as well as kind of honing in your craft of whatever it is you represent on the internet yeah. And you know, it's, like other hours. it's funny that we brought up interaction as being such a big part. We're not interacting with chat at all. You know, I just got roasted. What's up, chat? I'm trying. Chat, I'm here for you. They won't let me talk to you. I'm here for you. Hold on, stop. What mic are you using, uh, Mike? Uh, I don't know. Some Sennheiser or something? That's not a Sennheiser. <laughs> That's your camera mic. No, I tried to change it. I can try to change it real quick. Does it sound fucked up? It just sounds Wait, very Andy, odd. I don't, some, that's, I don't think that's correct, close though, to, uh, like, You're constantly looking at the chat, aren't you? And we still go back and engage. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the chat. Just because we look at it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's yeah. all fucking... But this also is, about... I, the but one there's still a community. They're engaging with one another. They're, like, doing the same fucking... It's, like, almost like Bro, dancing with one another. this would be the same another. thing if we produce some fucking improv, like, a highly produced thing. If the chat was, like, spamming and we weren't even talking to them. There's no difference. But XUC also, like... I agree with you. If we we're just like doing some IRL streams and like going around Tokyo and shit, having a whole camera crew would f fuck up the vibe and the back and forth. But I mean, Soda and Recful, when they did their Japan trip, they had a, one cameraman and it was nice. You know, the, the one thing that kind of like was 
a little less engaging, but it also made for better content. They didn't really read chat that much. They didn't read donations. They didn't have like constant alerts. Yeah. And it was just like nice seeing. Oh, it's not one of that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But um, it's, it's not that one of I'd like. Um, I just feel like if you were to film somebody like having like um, genuine, genuine interactions with, with strangers or others, it's yeah. hard when you have a camera pointing at you. It's just I agree. Harder. I totally so, agree. Yeah, I mean, you, you did that real, so you know how, how it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why sometimes there's there's like a there's like a like a professional wall, and if you want to pierce it, you have to like suffer the consequences. But I'm ta- I'm talking about different stuff. I'm talking about like you go in your lemon shirt to a fucking fancy bar, and I hire the three hottest bitches you ever seen in your life, and they <laughs> and they walk up. <laughs> Sign me up. And they, watching. and they walk up to you one at a time and start hitting on you, and you have to completely improvise a scene, and it's streamed on Twitch. I, I love it. How do we how, how do we fund this pilot, Andy? I, uh, I mean, I'll, Felix has I'll a do lot this of one subs. pro bono. <laughs> I do think there are some lower budget uh, TV shows that at least I enjoyed in the past. I don't know, like good TV shows or something. But Andy's idea of like improv, like. Uh, whose lines it anyways or whatever in the past like that couldn't mm-hmm. cost that much there's three guys on stage a couple cameras from three angles and a host you know like that couldn't have been that expensive and, and something like that to yeah. build a set for twitch is doable for sure let's move on from this topic we've, we've okay. been on it for like an hour or so far and i don't think like i don't think we're actually covering anything besides you know going back but you and know forth. what i think it's a good topic train and i understand you have a big list of things we got to get through but talking about some random shit that happened in social media is cool but i also think talking about the thing that we spend the most time on is very valuable too. Oh, I completely yeah, agree, I agree with that. But you I guys, think... I, have, I have to pull Destiny. Um, I told you I was, I was going to be here for like an hour, an hour and a half. Um, love you guys all. I, I have to go to bed. I've been up for too long. All right, yeah, thanks see, for showing up. See you later, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Later. Yes. See you later, brother. Train, do I sound super fucked up? You're, you're, you're better now. You're better now. All right, I tried to just lower it. I think do you're I look... kind of. I think you're kind of far away from your mic. I, I am. I am far. But I'll lower it. And I'll bring it closer. Do I look fucked up or I look alright? Train. You like how I look? You look good, oh. dude. You look good. Yeah. yeah. There we Thanks, go. boys. Yeah. Thanks, tilt, boys. tilt it. Tilt it up to you, but then lower the the right, game and the levels. Yeah. Try to turn it down a little bit. We'll fix it. We'll so Hassan, a uh, viewer actually has a question for you. Okay. Um, oh, here we go. He says, "Give Hassan a real life communist example. How many viewers should Ninja Summit uh, or etc." So Ninja Summer, etc. Give to the unentertaining losers just because they are making too much money. It's not. That's not how anything works, dude. That's his not name, how that works at all. Communism Calico. isn't about like communism isn't about like taking viewers and like forcing them to watch other shit. If someone is successful, like people can still go and watch it. And also, like this is like a totally flawed understanding of communism to begin with. This is not something I advocate for. What I would advocate for is that everyone on Twitch is at least comfortable and and is able to er, everyone in general is able to live a dignified life and if they are good twitch streamers they can continue to twitch stream and 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 reap the benefits or at least the social currency uh and 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 those sorts of rewards from being good twitch streamers because they're entertaining not forcibly redistributing fucking uh people to be like we're rationing out uh, ninja viewers uh to to myself it's just like a really Pepega understanding of, of uh, socialism. Would you ration out the, the monetization then? There would be no, well, technically under communism, which, is, which would be yeah. the final, final fucking stage, the final evolution of any sort of like Marxist or socialist principle, it would be, uh, there would be no need for 
uh, rationing out uh, or redistributing resources because money wouldn't matter. Well, what about hypothetically on Twitch? I'm saying that money wouldn't matter regardless. But it, money it does matter. Uh, I guess if if no if no no, like we live in the country, moneyless sure. is what sure. I'm saying. If we live in the country, if all of your needs right. are met, if right. all of your most important needs are met, and you can get whatever luxury item you want to, then there's no need for money. I thought you were translating it to Twitch community rather than a government. Well, you can't. But that's why I asked. That's why I asked. That's why I, asked. That's why I was confused. That's why I was confused. I love it. Is Train fucking running an ad? Is that what he's doing right now? As we're as we're no, I was uh, I was I was adding Dom and I was seeing if Dom was available right now. Oh, okay. I thought you were just like lobbing this up to me so you can fucking run a resident sleeper ad. Real no, quick. I'm not. I've I've ran zero ads this entire thing, and I'm not gonna run okay. any ads. It's my first. It's day fine. Back. So what happened, Train? You said you took a long break, and then you said something about four days. What? Four days I is mean, a long we break. Here, we were just here like last week. I mean, yeah, what? F four days is a long break for me. Like I usually like on Twitch, like I've, I've actually been consistent since October of 2017, you know, minus my uh, illness when I got bronchitis and the flu, it was two strains together. Um, I've been, I've actually been consistent since then. And that's including New Year's, Christmas streams, like all that stuff. So this four day break for me is a long break that my community allowed me to have. So to me, it's a long time. Yeah. How many uh, how many hours uh, on average would you say you're doing per week on Twitch? Uh, both both live and let's say any like pre and post production. You I don't. Find out I don't. I don't yeah, I don't know about uh, my weekly, but my monthly it is between 150 and 200 hours. That's 50 a week. Wow. Yeah, 50 hours a week. Wow. Um, I uh, yeah, I mean, I've been doing IRL for about two years, like. Pretty much two years. I think the most time I've taken off taken off was maybe like a week or so, maybe a week to ten days in mm. two years. Mm. But that's like I don't do fifty hours a fucking week though. That's for sure. Someone just yeah. thought. Someone just tagged me and said, you, "You guys complaining about having to work for money is disgusting." I don't know how this viewer got that idea yeah, at what, all. That, that. I, don't think, that. I don't think we ever did any of no that. No one complained about it. No. I don't think anyone complained about working for money. I don't know, man. Some of these people, they they really just. Uh, I'll tell you what I complained about. I I do agree with uh, what Hassan was saying about the amount of time that you have to spend consistently on Twitch to kind of like make it your thing is pretty ridiculous if you compare it to other forms yes. of shit like YouTube videos or if you have a regular episodic thing you're doing with a, like Hulu or Netflix or any other type of entertainment where you're just like, cool, I did a movie and then like, you know, you, you did this for a month and then, oh, I did this TV show or I, uh, I put up a YouTube video. It was a really well-produced video and I'm going to put up another video in two or three weeks. You could be so kind of nonchalant about it when you create content like that. Twitch, you take a week off, you're losing tons of subs, tons of traction, tons of everything. Are you talking about relevancy or, or uh, enough money to make a living or both? Um, everything. I mean, how many people? I don't know. I know a, a handful of Twitch streamers, some pretty small and some pretty dang big, but I don't know that many of them. Um, and from my observation, uh, not that many uh, turn into like business people from Twitch. A lot of them rely on like a basic sponsorship 
or just streaming. I think um, like my hands are in like a million things because none of my things are all that big, if that makes sense. All my stuff's kind of medium. So I've yeah, had to, I started four businesses. Uh, I have two podcasts, two YouTube channels, now Twitch, and then I have three businesses I run through that. Uh, plus my Instagram, I consider some kind of amount of work. Um, how many people on Twitch do you think in terms of relevancy or money could make it that way if they got a little bit more creative uh, business-wise? I think it'd be easier. I think it'd be easier Creative, for sure. Creatively, if you went creatively business-wise, like for you, I think like if you got rid of, I mean, this is probably not your question, but I feel like if you <laughs> go wanted ahead. to like go, if you wanted to go super hard on Twitch and and make tons of money on Twitch, all that shit you mentioned, you'd have to like let all of that fucking, you'd have to throw like all of it in the garbage and just stream on Twitch 40, 50 hours a week. I, I, I'm new, so, you know, who knows how long I can go, but. I started hard in October and I've been going yeah. uh, at least 40, 40 hours a week minimum. December, I streamed every day. Uh, that's five days a week. And then December, I streamed every single day. Got probably 60, 70 hours a week. And I still kept up podcasts, YouTube, and, and all my business functions. Damn, anymore. well, you're a machine then. If you could do all that, then you're good. I, I'm, just, I'm just not that good. If I was that good, I'd go make my play and my gold. You know what I mean? And until you make it, you can't do it. I have no other option. You know what I mean? My only option is to make money everywhere I can and try to Kind of to the people in chat that are saying uh, 50 hours is nothing below average, you're actually wrong. And secondly, uh, we're not saying 50 hours a month. We're saying 50 hour, it was a 50 hours a week, just to clarify to you, a couple people talking yeah, shit. I, mean, I, think you're, I think you're a workhorse, though. A lot of people who had all that people, other shit going. I think so, too. I think so, too. But I think, at least for me, my hope and myself is that that's what's going to take me to be able to retire before I'm 70 or whatever. You know, or live yeah, the kind yeah. of life I okay. want. And I enjoy what I do, luckily. Well, I mean, that's the thing. If we're trying to... Is... Sorry, go on, Gutex. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, if if we're trying to work towards, like, for example, you have businesses so that you can uh, retire and live the life you want to lead, um, that's one of my big apprehensive, uh, like, one of my big hangups with, like, trying to stream... 40 50 hours a week even you know half of that seems insane to me because i didn't get into this because i wanted to let's say chain myself to a desk for all that fucking time because if i did i would just go get a nine to five and make better money faster true yeah i think it depends on the person like i love uh creating content and if i don't have to work for somebody else that's my reason for me but i agree i agree 100 because i've had a lot of friends that do that they go nine to five they get benefits they make just under six figures they're happy enough and then they go and get hammered every weekend and do whatever but i'd rather push it push my limits uh and at least decide when i work when i don't even though in a way you're still stuck to a schedule. Yeah, I mean, because that's the thing. Like on Twitch, it's like you become a victim of your own success, right? If For you sure. stream sure. long enough and build a big enough audience, and then you start to build your subscriber base, then you take a, you know, you want to take a week off to go on vacation. All of a sudden, your subs are dropped, and because you focused so much on building the the subscriber base, as opposed to let's say building a diversified business that had multiple streams of income versus you know one. Uh, you know, it's it's going to eventually become, in my opinion, like more than it, it than you can bear. So that's why I'm it's just more of a, training. a fan you of. You still have to fucking constant like fucking feed yeah. it. Like, well, that's why. That's why. Bro. To yeah, me, a lot of caffeine. That, 
that's that's why to me like building an audience on Twitch is the least effective or uh, the least efficient and least effective way to do it. There's so many other platforms and so many other ways that you can make content. So if you already uh, have an audience, then you can go on to Twitch. But if you're like starting from scratch, I agree. Like, yeah, yeah, no YouTube, no Instagram, never run a blog post, and then you see you know big streamers and you're like. I want to be like that guy. And so what do you do? You you overinvest in some baller ass PC and then you sit there and you're like, all right, guys, we're going to get to 10 viewers today. And nobody gives a shit because what value do you actually provide to the to to the world? It's like, OK, yeah. well, maybe a long time ago when it was far less saturated, it wasn't that big of a deal. But now it's like there's so many people trying to do it and you have to wade people um there's really no method of discovery so i'm personally more of an advocate of, of thinking like okay well how do i try to work smart and try to be diversified because at any moment there could be some sort of you know change that we cannot control and all of a sudden like oh your twitch stuff's gone or oh all yeah. of a sudden twitch is gone amazon got and rid you of twitch you know, money knows? while you're sleeping you know if, you're, if you handle it right 100 uh, but it's kind of bad when we're kind of at, at like a middle ground because it's like I have the fucking heroin needle in my arm. I don't have like fucking insane amount of subs, but I have enough to like be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh shit, it's feeding the beast. You know, it. it's worth it. It's, you know, you're making enough money. Like, honestly, this might sound stupid, but if I was making half as much money on Twitch, like that would that would kind of like push me over the edge enough to be like, Oh fuck this. Let me just spend a hundred percent of my time on other creative shit. But I have the tap in there now that I'm like, Oh, like I keep going back. Cause it's like, Oh, well it's pretty, still pretty good money. And it's really not that hard. You just kind of like walk around, you know, eat some sushi, <laughs> fucking talk to people. No, and I agree. Like, I, and Twitch is for me diversifying. You know what I mean? Because uh, I mean, yeah. text know each other personally and I've already spent 10, building a career whatever it might be and so i have a little bit of a luxury to build another platform or hopefully entertain some people where i agree if you're little timmy if you're little timmy and you've never done anything in your life and you're you're not even working at starbucks and now you're like i'm gonna be the next big streamer yeah you should probably get a reality check but um Gutex, you and i are kind of similar positions where we have our hands in a couple different things andy you too i'd imagine bro i don't know how much of your personal life now but you've done a lot in your career i'd imagine you have your hand in a couple honey pots you can, yeah. can kind of justify spending some time on here uh and at least continue it as, as a side gig yeah. But it's it's causing me to put my hand in less honey fucking pots, Fuck and that's bro. why well, I'm. Yeah, at, it's a time. It's a huge time yeah, sink for sure. Yeah, and that's sure. one of my biggest things, and that's why I'm like trying to dial it back. Um, but trying to like you know like I might come to the point where I'm like, all right, I have to just quit cold turkey and really go for something else. Right. But then you risk it um, like everything else if you're but not then you risk it. So like, I don't feel like it's that extreme. I feel like, all right, you know, even though Twitch is kind of relentless with how much time you have to put out there, I could still just be like, ah, oh, four days a week, five days a week. I have a couple days to really put an effort into like pitching a new show or making some music or doing something. I still have enough time to really do it. Um, I just have to motivate myself to try to do a bunch of things at once, which is if I don't do it, it's my own fault. I mean, yeah. if you took one, uh, you know, if you're if you were streaming five days a week and then you cut it down to four, that was that one extra day out of the week that you could be working on your improv pilot with with your boy Gutex that's volunteering to <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> man, I'm down, man. Sign me up. 
We'll get the Just Kidding Films guys on there. They're in. Sign and like I that. said, you know, I was maybe talking in extremes of like the setup, but we really could kind of do that on our own with like a low budget and, yeah. and make it kind of unique, you know? Yeah. Low risk. Yeah. Low, low risk is uh, is the way. I mean, over investing in content. And it's also something that hasn't really been done. So like whether we get 2K views or 10K views, it's still going to put something in front of the Twitch audience that are like, oh, we haven't really seen this quite ever done on Twitch before. And that's enough to like maybe have people give it a try, you know, and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I, you know, lately, I, I, of course, like part, part of it is, is inspiration from, you know, being on, on, on this show, you know, thanks to, to train Rex for, you know, having me on, uh all these times but it's like now when i'm doing podcasts i'm like well i'll stream it on twitch but i don't really care about viewership i ignore the chat they get you know they get all needy and salty but then when i do pay attention to them they don't have anything interesting to say so i'm like well let me just do what i was going to do anyways which was record these podcasts i just start it live on twitch as just like Oh, you know, like an extra way to get additional eyes and ears on it. Yeah. And yeah. so w- rather than, and I, I think a part of it too is because I'm, I'm not in a position in my life where I'm just sitting in one place playing games for an extended period of time. Like that would be like the exception, not the rule for like my day to day. So for me, it's like, okay, how can I work smarter and use all these other tips or all these other tricks that I've learned over the years of doing YouTube and podcasts and eBooks and just general internet, internet marketing and apply it to Twitch. So that's what I'm trying to do while, you know, managing the amount of time that I'm spending here actually streaming. Let's go to sure. topics now. Um, I really think we're, I really think we're, uh, uh, being a dead horse on, the, uh, on this uh, topic a little bit, just a little bit. I mean, I think all of us agree with what we're saying. I think a lot of people also agree. I think just some people, it gets misconstrued to what we're actually talking about. No one here is complaining about the work put in. You know, there's pros and cons to, to, to streaming, and I think the pros heavily outweigh the cons. There are things that people don't notice or realize when they're a viewer, but that's something that, you know, we have to take an L for because other things are amazing. We're blessed, and, and, and we're very happy to be where we are. So I want to make that very clear. Now, to move on to the next topic, um, there has been a ridiculous... Um, two stories that have been a little ridiculous in my eyes. One of them, um, <clears throat> there has been new evidence that has come to light, and this kind of goes into the topic I brought up, I think a month and a half ago. That was, um, it was talking. You know, I was referring to the situation that happened to me on Twitch um, of false accusations and um, um, false allegations, and how it it ruins, you know, the credibility of actual victims. Um, um, and, and it's a big issue recently. Um, well, Johnny Depp was going through a situation where, um, where, uh, uh, his ex-wife said that he abused her and now new evidence has come to light. He has presented new evidence, um, um, police reports, um, um, uh, neighbors, uh, witnessing under oath that uh she, she was that his wife was not injured she sent in photos i think six or seven days after they got into an argument said that this happened during the argument 
yet uh, the police that responded didn't see these bruises, etc., etc. And then the other story is the Chris Brown in Paris. He was arrested. Um, there was a woman that is not named uh, publicly. She uh, accused him of raping her. And evidence has also come to light on that. And it's, you know, we're heading, we're in an age where this, I'm going to be very careful here because there are real victims and I, 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 I support those victims and um, I, I hope whatever offender or perpetrator that are involved in those, you know, are punished um, 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 swiftly and, 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 and harshly. But there are situations where I do believe there are people that are really, really just, I don't know what's, I'm not sure how to explain what they are in, in my head, but it's wrong. It's very wrong and there's no accountability and it's happening more and more and more. And it's really overshadowing people who are really going through serious shit that need to have a voice. And this is tarnishing that credibility. So I think accountability, we're starting to head down that line because we've seen two huge people in the industry that are presenting evidence showing that these people are lying. So why are they lying? Why is this a thing? Why is this Me Too movement attracting people that are lying about it? What is the purpose of this? Why, how can people lie about something that real people are going through and it's changing their lives? Hassan, I wanna start with you. Damn. Um, I don't know, people just fucking lie, dude. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that simple. Like it's not, it's not anything that crazy. Why do you think people lie? Well, people lie for attention. It's, people it's, lie for it's, money. It's ruining yeah. careers. I mean, like we said I mean, earlier. I know, the, but the allegation itself is damaging. I mean, you know, someone saying and they're retracting it two months later, you know, or being uh, proven that the individual is a liar, it doesn't do much for the person's reputation. You know, is uh, it really ruining careers though? Like Chris Brown went through this a couple of years ago with real video ev or picture evidence against another star, and that dude still. Just as popular, probably just as rich, and you still on the you know yeah, top. But he has terrible, but he has a terrible reputation. Like true, the, yeah, but his career wasn't really ruined. He's still, he, yeah, he still yeah, homies, that's right. You know, that's he, right. He, well, just it depends. Like yeah, but, 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 but but here's the point I'm making. Why did he survive? Because he he was big enough, rich enough, and had a fan base that was big enough to get past it. Most people, 99.9% don't. If someone makes an allegation like this, for example, that whole allegation mm -hmm. that happened to me on Twitch, if I didn't have the support. Um, from from my community and the community of Livestream Fail and no one pushed into finding details and finding the holes in the story, I would have been buried. 100%, I believe, I would have been fucking buried. Mm -hmm. Like, Does anyone know another like social media so, type person so, or even like a regular So sure, person Chris that... Brown made it out alive for his first uh, situation, but the Chris Brown... But that was a real situation. That was a real situation. He actually yeah, hit his wife and he, he, he abused her. So the, the point to all this is... Um, yes, it is. I do believe it's hurting reputation and I do believe it's a serious issue. Not only, not only for the reputations of people, but for the actual fucking victims. There are actual victims out there that are being raped, that are being beaten, and they do not feel confident as is that, that, to have a voice and speak on it. And now we have people coming out and lying, you know, uh, in big, big situations that attract a lot of attention. And I, I find that to be a very, very detrimental, uh, uh um, uh, thing for the actual victims of of rape and abuse and and th there needs to be accountability at some point and i think these cases that are happening with two huge stars one being johnny depp that's proving bringing evidence to the table showing that you know uh, from what the story is um allegedly she had self-inflicted wounds and said it was johnny depp from six days prior and then the police are saying no we saw you six days prior there were, these wounds were not there so 
There needs to be accountability. This, this at some stuff point. is not new, though. This stuff has been having all throughout history. Yes, it yeah, it it's has been. But we're doing... but we're in 2018 oh. and 2019, where it is yeah. attracting the most attention, and severe punishments are going out. And at, at this what point, severe punishments? Can you point to any severe punishments? That's what I'm. Yes, the reputational, uh, the, the reputational like damage. Right now, in 2018, 2019, with social media, everything's being recorded. Listen. 20... Okay, but what kind of punishments? That's I mean, I know some people here. As, as an know. internet star or as an internet personality or as an internet figure, your reputation is everything. It's everything for business. Mm -hmm. It's everything. So th those are repercussions you face. And and I believe, listen, 20 years ago, if for example, there are a lot of actors that have gone through serious shit. I think Sean Penn is one of them. He went through a serious, serious thing 50, 40, 30, 30 40 years ago, and no one remembers it. Why? Because the internet wasn't that influential. I don't even think, think it fucking existed. Now we have, with the internet, you do something, people are going to remember for the next 50 fucking years exactly what happened, where it happened. They're going to remember it. So these No, are the there's too much information out there that they'll forget. There's no and, way that they'll remember. They'll probably bring it back up if you fuck up again. But um, the reality is that, like, um, they're just not going to... Uh, they're they're just not going to remember it. And I'm not defending false accusers. Obviously, it's fucking terrible. And, also, and the witch hunt works both ways. If if you're actually innocent and there's so much information out there, like back then, you wouldn't have a million people defend you on the internet. Now, if people can actually find out through maybe some evidence that you were you were wronged. You could have a million people defend you, and that could actually help you. Yeah, but which, as we talked like about us. earlier, and Destiny agreed with me, the people that see the retraction or the argument or the defense, it's a fraction, a very small fraction of people who are seeing the accusation or the allegation. True. It's not yeah, but that's because the relevancy is faded. So that's actually that actually could be used as an argument against what you were saying originally. The original story's relevancy will have faded by that point as well. Um, it do, it doesn't matter if it's faded because it's old news. It's a, still it's it's done. It's damaged the reputation. I mean, of course you could say that uh, being a bystander saying, "Oh, well, it's faded. Everyone moved on." No, maybe well, for your life they've moved the on. The thing but, is, no, I think it depends. I think it depends well, it's on the, the same thing. I'm, 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 go ahead. I was just gonna say it's like the same thing as uh, the the uh, kid in the Trump hat with the Native American, right? Whenever uh, people got on social media and they said it was some other guy some other kid and then people start blasting this kid and saying this kid's terrible and he should not be going to whatever college he was going to whatever and it wasn't even that kid they had got the wrong kid the damage is done right like people people see the initial story and then they're like oh well if it's corrected later they might not see it right yeah i think it depends on the instance uh i live in uh northern california the capital of california and there's a bunch of me too stuff happening real allegations in the capital and people lost their jobs uh so that's one thing where I think me and Hassan are talking about uh, Chris Brown, like it literally happened four years ago. People forgot about it. And he was back on the billboard. His money wasn't messed up. His reputation was messed up for a couple months. I think it's different if you're a celebrity. It's different if you have a real job. What I don't know, because I don't have that uh, many people that have normal jobs as friends, I don't know how many allegations are false or even happening in like a regular day-to-day -day situation. You know, maybe a teacher or maybe uh, whatever it is, a construction worker. Um are those people's reputations and job getting messed up? And are there's many people maybe falsely or lying about the situations in those cases. You know what I mean? Because people lied about Kobe. Uh, there's a similar case to this current Chris Brown one that happened to Kobe Bryant um, probably 10 years ago. And it just brushed over and people still love Kobe. Yeah, especially if you're really talented or, yeah, if you're really skilled, people tend to overlook it. Like, they want to overlook it. It's really terrible. The, the, the prevailing culture isn't that we vilify 
uh, actual abusers or actual rapists or actual like, um, you know, serially horrible people. The prevailing culture is that we, we tend to forget and we tend to often forgive and we never really care about the people who are coming out. And as a matter of fact, um, one of the one of the best cases, like one of the best examples of this is what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, um, Christine Blasey Ford had a, a, a credible accusation and um, she had no other reason to come out and like say this. And her life is completely fucking ruined. She does that. She has had to change her destination four times. She can't go back to her job. People are still fucking threatening her life. She has to pay for security probably for the rest of her life. Whereas Brett Kavanaugh is sitting on the Supreme Court. Um so if the like the 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 attitude and the culture oftentimes protects uh, the system absolutely protects the the abuser rather than the victim so i i don't really i don't really agree with that as far as like people who have their lives ruined uh, over over accusations uh, it's not necessarily the case what do you think about a regular like school think, teacher or something though no like i've never heard of that instance i Is think that's the point. I So I actually agree with you, Hassan, before 2018. What you're saying, I agree with you completely. But in 2018 and the start of 2019, I don't think that it, it sides with abuser at all. At all. I mean, like I said, people are coming up with no evidence and saying something and it's sticking. Do you understand? So maybe, sure, 2017, 2016, 2015 and before that, yeah, it sided with the abuser, which is wrong. You know, it shouldn't side with either side until evidence is shown. But the point here is, I don't, in 2018 and 2019, I think it's taken the words. There's been huge movements going across, and sure, they've had good intentions, but from the good intentions, there have been bad apples that have come out, manipulated, and abused the situation. And I do believe it does ruin reputations. As an internet personality, I do think your reputation is everything and maybe sure maybe they forget about it but as soon as you make a mistake the whole the whole chris brown argument you just brought up when this thing popped up guess what they brought up what he did years ago and yes in that situation he was guilty so it should be brought up but these things may fade but it will forever haunt you and if you make another mistake it'll be brought up and when there's a false accusation Sure, maybe the million people that defended you and saw the truth, they'll be there to say, oh, you know, it's not real. But the other nine million, as soon as you make another mistake, are going to bring this up again and are going to hammer you for it. So that's why I think it needs to be taken a lot more serious. And witch hunts are just, they've become a thing. We live in a call-out culture, and I think it's very wrong and backwards. Yeah, but the yeah. call-out culture is not necessarily about, like, uh, victims actually coming out and, and, and finally getting justice. The call-out culture is entirely independent of that. It's a, I think it's more so a a product of social media's existence and our inability to fully comprehend how to like live with uh, social media because the right does it, the left does it, victims do it, abusers do it, everyone fucking does that call out shit and we all hate it but we can't stop doing it. Um, what we're talking about here is is uh, punishments. What kind of punishments are given to abusers when they are outed uh, versus what kind of punishments we should potentially give to false uh, accusers. And uh, the same argument could be made about what you're saying as far as like people who make false accusations like that psycho girl who fucking lied about, uh, you know, the lacrosse team like she or those news articles exist out there. So no matter where she goes, that will follow her forever. And good. It's good that that will fucking follow her uh, forever, you know, um, but. Well, I'm not, I'm not ultimately the people who are genuinely doing horrific shit like Brian Singer uh, don't ever get punished. Kevin Spacey didn't get punished. I mean, these people are 
these these people have credible accusations. A lot of people in the industry know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, they talk about it behind closed doors, and yet for some reason justice is never served, and we don't really give a fuck about the victims. Not, you never know who the name of the victims are. It's not always what? easy to punish someone from something that's happened fucking 20 or 30 years ago. You saw how long the Bill Cosby thing was, like, you know, thrown around. Yeah, like, it's because yeah. the system is broken. Exactly, but it, but, 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 broken, but 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 I have a big issue with that argument you just gave because you're basically saying since these two people aren't punished, we're going to use this situation to justify the reverse. I don't think two wrongs make a right. Just no, I'm not justifying the reverse. I'm saying that accu false accusations are are rare in comparison to... Uh, actual crimes that never uh, that actual abusers that never get justice served. Exactly, but and 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 I'm connect Ooh. and I'm connecting it to that exactly. I'm connecting to that exactly. False accusations are a detriment and they and and they strip credibility from people who are actually going through real shit. And that's been the biggest issue. Yeah. But people haven't had in the past. The reason we're going through a sensitive time right now is because unfortunately victims didn't have a voice. Victims. They had no credibility, so they didn't speak up. They didn't feel comfortable or confident in the system to speak up. And now I'm happy that we're headed in an age where they can speak up. The problem is the same people that, that, that stripped their credibility from the past are rising up now and stripping their credibility again from these false accusations because they're getting the most attention. And that's the how, issue. How many of these, uh, maybe in the Chris Brown or Johnny Depp, to maybe be specific, we can go to other examples. How many of these are going to court and are making lawful action? And how many of these are just people like tweeting or, or headline both both, both are suing out. both are suing for defamation both are suing okay. for defamation both uh, are uh, on the reverse i'm talking both about are the, uh, both are reverse suing both are reverse suing uh johnny depp and chris brown are reverse suing the uh for defamation but for is johnny's defamation. uh johnny's ex taking him to court uh i'd have to look it, it was a big big uh Thing. I'm not sure. I'd have to double check. I because her just tweeting it out is one thing. Uh, she didn't tweet it out. To me. It, was, it was a huge, huge. Uh, I know, I know there's stories. I know there's stories on it, but I'm just saying. How I think I think you got uh, muted. I got muted. Yes. Yeah, you're. You sound, you sound cut out for a second. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Probably just my McDonald's Wi-Fi. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if they were taking them to court or if they're actually um just spreading the news with their pr team or whatever it might be not that it makes a big difference in this talk i was just wondering yeah. i don't know i mean i know the the johnny depp thing his wife like posted video of him freaking out and like throwing bottles and shit and then she i think she posted pictures of her like bruised neck and stuff yeah uh and bruised then bruised eye and face no, I, I know there's new stuff that train was talking about but there was also stuff that came out like right around the time that she made all these accusations that came to johnny's de defense and said that she was evil and manipulative and making it all up um so people went to bat for him right away but apparently now like some things are kind of being shed light on um, but yeah, it is crazy. Like I, I know it's like Hassan said, it's, it happens uh, more rarely, but people who are vindictive and smart enough to use the fact that you could kind of just make some like really nasty fucked up accusations as a way to like fuck somebody over because of money or because you don't like that person or because you're hurt or whatever. It is very, very fucking crazy how damaged you can be. And I think that. However, however they're punished, I definitely think it should be tenfold and it should be on the level with like, if you actually got convicted of fucking raping someone, 
if, or if you make false claims of someone that fucking raped you, like, if you could f prove it, like, very clearly prove it, like, the level of punishment should be around the same fucking level. Yeah. I think abusers should be held to the maximum punishment. I, don't, I think abusers and rapists and any sort of uh, uh, um, assault on a woman or a woman to a man it should be held to a, to a very high... Uh, well, what about false accusing a man of raping you? I'm not sure what that... I don't think it should be held e equally. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm not someone that could comment on that. I don't know how to... Uh, I mean, I, I feel like it's that's a I pretty it's, fucked up thing. It is pretty fucked pretty up. Bad. That's true. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to uh, attribute. Uh, uh, I do. You the can severity to it. send so, someone to fucking prison for ten years true. with your completely false accusation. So you should sit in that fucking true. jail for okay. ten years. Here's here's the problem, right? Like I, I I agree with what you're saying, Andy. And but then the other side of the problem, like looking at it objectively, is what if what what if as a result of that people come out and say like, well, we don't know if we're gonna make an accusation. Uh, or, you know, they, they, it might be true, right? The reality of it is that it might have happened, but they're unable to prove it for whatever reason, right? I heard and this last scared. time. People won't come out because they're scared because there's... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Harsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm just kind of looking that. at it objectively, right? That is a big, big fucking problem because it's like, oh, now everybody's scared to be like, if I can't completely prove this, then I'm going to jail for 10 years. And like, yeah, yeah. I get it. So I think, I think there's two sides. I think they're both bad, right? I think they're both really bad. Uh, I, I just I, I can't think of like the the proper solution, but I, yeah, I, me either. Punishment mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily stop people that do sexually assault or rape stop them from doing it either. I mean, everyone in America is that if you rape someone, you get caught, you're going to jail for a long time, uh, and that doesn't stop rape from happening. That's yeah. not really relevant though. With with well, that's kind of the backwards of what you just said. If people knew or thought that they would go to jail. For false uh, falsely accusing, then they would stop falsely accusing. No, I I, I wasn't saying that punishment should go in place because they'll stop falsely accusing. I'm saying because that's what they fucking deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I just wondered. Uh, I thought you said that maybe they would stop because of. Oh no no no! I just think it should be harsh because that's like what Fair. they deserve. Fair. Yeah. Have you guys looked at the rest of this topic list yet? No. No. Uh, I, I looked at the, uh, I, I think the, the first one about, uh, Defy Media is pretty interesting. Steals $1.7 million from their creators. So what is, what is Defy Media? Do you know? Defy, I, I, had never heard of them until I read <laughs> this, but Defy Media was, a was apparently a YouTube MCN that got a lot of funding uh mm -hmm. so they had all, a lot of big youtubers uh -huh. making content for them and then promptly went out of business in november and didn't pay anybody out all, uh, i guess the 1.7 million dollars that was owed right so this, for, guess, the, this year for people that don't know let's explain what, what an mcn is right for people who don't know sure um, yeah so, so, oh, so go ahead well, oh, yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, do you want to? I mean, if, if you know better than I do, I mean, do I don't know how much I know, but uh, I know MCNs were really popular in the days of YouTube because what they would allow to do is they would take some of your AdSense uh, revenue from YouTube, and basically what they would provide you is per perhaps production, uh, but a lot of networking, which wasn't around, right? Instagram wasn't around in 2009. So they'd allow you collaborations, and then they were also supposed to allow more ways to bring in money. So 
you know, they would promise maybe book deals or sponsorships or other things. And they almost act as like a manager uh, as well. Uh, but then they would take some of your AdSense. I, I have tons of friends, uh, not in this group right here. I don't, I don't know if I've heard of Defy or whatever, but uh, a lot of groups, a lot of my friends got screwed by MCNs in the early days. Uh, you sign up and you just think they're going to help you with all this stuff. And they're taking 50% of your cash for like three years. And then you have to go to them and tell them, I want out of this contract or your contract like auto auto renews within a certain date or something crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So the other thing about MCNs uh, that's important to note is that before the rise of MCNs, there really was no way to monetize your YouTube videos. So the MCNs were the key component in the early days, let's say uh, 2009 to 2012-ish, uh, where if you were doing YouTube and you wanted to make money from your videos, you had to partner with an MCN. Mm -hmm. And that was part of the reason why the MCNs were able to put creators into such you know restrictive uh, contracts and that's also i think part of the reason why a lot of them are starting to crumble not just defy but over the weekend um there was like machinima which was one of the original mcns uh, especially for gaming uh they basically removed all of the videos from the machinima channel which had literally I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands of videos that were accumulated over the years. One day you just, yeah, one day you wake up and they're just gone. My videos, some of my videos, some of my early work, you know, was, you know, was on there and is now erased from the internet. Right. Yeah, I had a, I had a few people, like a few different MCNs, like whenever my YouTube channel was growing a little bit, uh, contact me and like promise like, oh, like this stuff, this stuff here, this stuff there. And they say like they can get you however much ad revenue, but pretty much all the research that I did is that they basically go around, they screw people. Like they, yeah. they, they no, just take stuff. I don't know if it's all bad like that. I yeah. signed to a couple. Uh, I didn't really. Use a lot but did you do it early on or did you do it more recently? Yeah. Um, I did I, one I that was, recently. I did one that was just like maybe, uh, three, four years ago. Okay. I've also heard that some have adapted, so some have. Um, I got like a bonus and shit, and like uh, it was like. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was not that bad. Yeah, there's uh, some that have different departments now that like work with content creators, but not under contract or base to base um, cases. Where I've worked with a, a couple of them, but they only had me for like one sponsorship deal for just my Instagram or one sponsorship deal for just my YouTube. They're doing kind of reaching out, and I think yeah. they, they're reaching into Twitch now rather than those, some of those older contracts. I think Gutex is talking about like they basically say they own you and your channel. I own you, your yeah. content, and your channel. A lot of the new ones, they don't even take, like, well, for a while they were taking, like, 10% of your ad revenue instead of, like, 30 and then yeah. and then there are a lot that will just sign you on, um, and they'll take 0% of your ad revenue, and they'll just take some some of the revenue of the stuff that they bring you, which is, like, maybe advertisements or something like that. Like, yeah, they're not, a lot of them are really whack and maybe scammy, but there are a lot that people have made a lot of money on too. Yeah, I think they're just yeah. a hair shady. Some of the people in the early days were young, 15 to 25. YouTube's kind of a thing, but I mean, not really. And they start blowing up and they don't read a contract. They don't have money to get a lawyer. So they're like, oh, this guy wants to work with me and he's going to give me sponsorships. Yup, sign me up. They're not suits. The people who started Maker were fucking, they were YouTubers. Oh, really? That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're fucking it's not. Like, MCNs, NCMs are. Uh, MCNs are just exploitative. Like they they take advantage of uh, 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 YouTube's terrible like backend uh, and and a lack of education in the field. 
And now that like content creators can monetize on their own, uh, MCNs should have been like nullified. I mean, I guess they kind of did. Uh, that's why like Disney bought Maker and then completely gutted it. Uh, a lot of MCNs started merging uh, yeah. within one another, and they just like turned into uh, marketing shops for for larger companies like AT and T and whatever. But it's just a terrible business. Like what what creators should have done at the time, and they tried to do actually, was unionize and like get together and build like some form of union similar to what uh, you know actors have and whatever. Uh, but they failed to do that because they tried to use the MCN infrastructure to unionize, and it didn't work out. I remember this because I I met with them at the time and I was talking to them about this sort of stuff. But um, it's just, I mean, they 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 all they all rely on. Uh, signing a couple big names so they can go out and and talk to advertisers and and serve only those big names, uh, big ads, while completely exploiting smaller creators and telling them that uh, you know they're going to be under the Defy Media brand or they're going to be under the Maker brand alongside PewDiePie or alongside all these like massive fucking content creators, and then they put them into categories called Tier One creators, Tier Two creators, and Tier Three creators, right? And if you're a tier three creator, they're just using your uh, viewer counts to, to beef up their numbers. And they're taking a chunk of your ad revenue uh, automatically just for signing on to this MCN. If you're a tier two ca- content creator, they're giving you like DR campaigns, which are direct response. So they're just like really shitty, you know, audible.com. Like this video is sponsored by audible.com. Go to audible.com slash train wrecks to, to, you know. Uh, get uh, uh, your first month off or whatever. That's sort of really shitty campaigns that don't make a lot of money. And then tier one content creators, like the largest, largest content creators, actually get the big, uh, like, you know, the, the big money campaigns like Disney and and uh, movies and big budget studio marketing. Uh, I mean, big budget um, uh, studio campaigns. Because from their perspective, Selling a tier three uh, content creator, like a smaller 20,000 uh, 20, subscriber content creator, is the same amount of time and energy uh, as it is to sell a, a PewDiePie slot. So they just focus on the larger creators. So it was just terrible for them. They didn't get anything out of it. Uh, and I'm shocked that they, they went on for as long as they did. But I guess it's just like any other business. It's just full of fucking bullshit. Let me uh, um, and lies. Give me one second. Let me uh, set something very clear to my chat real quick and to the people watching. Um, I apologize to to interrupt this. Listen, guys, I, I get it. Some of you are bored. Some of you don't want to watch. There is actually a X in the top right corner. You can click that. Okay, this is a scuff podcast. Please be respectful to the guests and please be respectful to the show. Do you understand? That's how it's going to be. I'm, I'm, I'm very like disappointed in a lot of you, especially when last week, when it was skyrocketing and doing well, I play ads, you complain. Now it's the reverse. This is exactly why. Stay positive. Stay cool. If you don't want to watch, I apologize. It, it is not entertaining for you guys. I'm sorry. But right now, we're hanging out with the boys. There's six of us here. We're hanging out. I get it. Your superstar. Also, if your IQ is lower than twelve, just go watch some Fortnite instead exactly. of being Listen, here spamming. I, 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 I get. Just wait real quick. I get your superstars aren't here to watch. I get it. That's fine. You can wait for them to go live. You can leave. Go to bed. It's what do you just, mean? I'm one of their superstars, dude. No, I'm <laughs> being. I'm. 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 I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm, 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 I'm the superstar in your Discord. Ex- that's exact. Just real quick. Just real quick. <laughs> Listen. I, I, listen, during my streams, I have no problem with you guys talking about the things you talk about. You want to trigger me, I'm cool with it. 
But during the podcast, I want to just chill. I want to talk with the boys, have a good time. It's a very chill, cool atmosphere stream. I get it. I am not going to blame you guys. You can well, leave. I'll see you guys next week. But please just chill and watch or leave. No one's forcing you to be here. And that's, that, that's, that's how I want to keep it. Like, I don't want to sub mode. I don't want to do all these different things. But you're being very fucking rude. And it's disgusting, especially since 90% of you are crying about ads last week. At this point, with your behavior, I should be playing ads every fucking eight minutes. Because none of you are giving a shit anyways. So either either leave or just shut the fuck up and just watch. Yeah. Also, go suck your mother's dicks. <laughs> Holy shit! Like it's so, actually crazy. Also another thing. Also another thing. It's like constantly everybody's complaining about like, oh, here we go, like another political cast, like more politics, more politics. Like this is this is the thing. Like, do you guys want politics or do you not want politics? Because I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I'll, I'll be I'll be totally transparent. Like, I do not like talking about politics. Like, I think it gets boring. I think it's stale, and it just happens nonstop, like every week, right? So like. I don't even. I mean, I, I think it's fine to talk about other stuff, but it's like whenever we talk about other stuff, here's the spam that is boring. Here's the thing: I don't. I talk about anything that comes up. If we want to talk about politics, I'll take the politics talk. If we don't, I'll, I'll talk about anything here because it's supposed to be. This isn't supposed to be. Listen, as just real quick for for those of you who are new to streaming here as well, uh, 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 to Twitch at least, maybe Hassan and Silent. You can't give in to what they want during a podcast. If you give them to what they want, they don't know what they want. They don't know what's good. They, they say they want politics. You give them politics, they don't want it. They, they, they want more Papega. You give, you give them Papega, they have a hate third on it. It's not structured enough. You give them structure, it's not Papega enough. You give them Papega, it's not structured enough. You can't yeah. let them dictate that. That's why I'm saying this. I hate this. it here. Agreed. No, I'm setting, I'm setting this. I'm setting this very calmly because I understand where they're coming from. I get it. I fully understand where you're coming from. I'm not mad in that sense. I get it. I would be memeing myself too. In five five days out of six days of my stream, I'd be memeing myself too. But today's the podcast. We're just chilling, okay? This is how it is. I'd really appreciate this negativity is stopped. You want to meme me, make fun of me, continue. But this other bullshit, you know, it's just, it's just ridiculous. So please, I respect. Watch or you can go to another stream. I don't mind. Thank you, and I'll see those of you next week, and I'll make sure to uh, play extra ads for you guys when I have all the quote-unquote superstars on that I'm using for ad revenue. I'll make sure to play it double just for you fucking unappreciative assholes. And for those of you that want to watch because it's the podcast, I appreciate it. Anyways, let's continue on. Do you think Twitch people well don't said. know what a podcast is? Huh? Do you, do you think that people on Twitch viewers, audience, don't know what a podcast is? They no, do, but everybody knows. No, here's 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 the, here, here's the podcast is still kind of new. It's kind yeah. of a new medium. No, no, no. no. Here's yeah, the everybody has this a has, podcast. This has no. no. This has nothing to do with what you just said. It has nothing to do with it. This is this is simply what it is. Okay, it's very simple, and we're gonna move on after I mention this. We're not gonna talk about it. This is what it is. Okay, when you have podcasts with a, with a lot of personalities on, okay, you attract a bunch of new people. The new people, usually their demographic is younger, or if they're older, they have this more entitled feel and they just wanna do whatever. So here's the thing, it's like having kids, okay? You give them one piece of candy, it's, it's, it's you know, they're happy. And then next week, they're not happy anymore. They want two pieces. You give them two pieces, they want three pieces. It's never enough. They want more, 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 more. So they don't actually care about the podcast until it's successful. When it's successful, they care about the podcast content. When, when it's not successful, they, they care about uh, the, the, the success. Does that make sense? There's no actually being happy. There's no making anyone happy. That, that's why I'm, I'm setting this uh, standard here. Because I know how this works, right? If we were at 20,000 viewers right now, there'd be a hate third of this isn't structured. No one's talking about anything. Right now, we're 8K viewers. Oh, this is boring. We're talking, this structure is ridiculous. Where's the jokes? Where's the paganess? No one's ever happy. That's why you, you can't be 
guided or controlled by this, which what I'm doing is already going too far, but I, I had to make it, I had to make a statement, make it very clear. But anyways, that's what it is. Let's move on. We were talking about uh, ads, YouTube, and what, what was it? CPM or oh, MCNs. MCNs. I think we finished the MCM. Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, all I was going to say about the MCNs is that like it, it was advantageous at one point, but I think those days are over and it's unfortunate that these people got screwed and it's unfortunate that we had to rely on MCNs in the first place because YouTube was so stingy about passing out like partnerships and, and you know, ways to monetize. But I don't know. It's unfortunate, you know, the, the relationships that I've had with MCNs have soured over the years and I won't miss them. Yeah. And train. I think, uh, I think that the time off did you a lot of good, bro. I think you had, I, I think you, uh, you handled that very well. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do. I, I, I did need the time off and yeah, sometimes, uh, I appreciate that. Good text. Thank you, man. It does. Uh, it does require, let's move on to the next topic though. Um, let's talk about, uh, Let's, what should we talk about? Let's scroll down here. What's a night? Oh, I want to talk about this actually. Greek excellently shows his IP and his DDoS within 30 mm. seconds. How is this still a thing? You know, th four years ago when I was streaming World of Warcraft section, it was a huge thing. People were clicking IP grabbers. They were grabbing your IP, hitting you off for hours. You went back online, hit you off again. The fact that this is such a huge thing still, I mean, how, one, how is this still happening? Okay. Two, isn't this highly illegal? And three, are any of you ever scared of clicking stuff anymore because of exactly this situation? I mean, I I am scared of clicking anything nowadays. I don't click anything at all that does not come from Imgur, and that's it. I mean, even Discord links scare the fuck out of me. That whole Discord. What do you mean Imgur could be dicks too, dude? No. No, fuck dicks. I'm, I'm talking about IP grabbers. IP grabbers. <laughs> I'm strictly referring to IP grabbing. The internet as a whole is kind of scary, man. You start to put yourself out there too much. A lot of bad things can happen. I've had, uh, just in my tiny little career, death threats and things. IP is scary as well. Uh, but I've just heard so many horror stories to Twitch. I don't even know what an IP grabber is, but I know just not to click links. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's bring in uh, JCG would like to join us. Let's bring in JCG. Novaru thanks to the tier one sub. Under Anderson thanks to the $7. Under Anderson thanks to the Twitch Prime sub. Um, let's go ahead and bring JCG in here. I think Dom's going to join in a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. um, JCG. Let's talk about some more topics and we can... Okay, great. I got to fix this. Okay. We're at seven people now, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, fix this. Awesome. There you go. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Hi, Jay. Good, good, good. I just landed. I just, I just, there's a girl here. Holy shit. Whoa, whoa, Jesus Christ, dude. What the fuck? Hi, Jay. Gendering people already, I see. I just landed like three and a half, four hours ago, so I'm exhausted, but I'm hanging in there. Nice. Is nice. that a new green screen back there? Is, is that your story room or just a new green screen? It's just a green screen, yeah. I, I actually hang out in Espen Stadium from time to time. Mm -hmm. She does. Pretty, I rented nice. it out to her. Is that stuff easy mm -hmm. to set up, Espen? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's not bad. So if, if I got a green screen, I can... I was thinking Some of... Some are super simple. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it was it uh, Elgato or something? You just Elgato, pop it up with yeah. Like one, yeah, with one, one little stick. Yeah. Yeah, you just pull it up. And then yeah. it's like a, a nice Easy. thing. Yeah, and then you got to learn how to be good with the transitions, dude. 
like you, Asfend. That's true. The legend. That's self-proclaimed. Nobody else calls me that, unfortunately. That's my life, dude. It's my life. Hey. You want me to call you a legend, buddy? No, I'll rev you up. I'll rev no, you up. Okay. No, it's, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna jump out. <laughs> I'll the rev you up right now. Stream. No, no, no. I'll catch you. I'll catch you, yeah. you legend. Yeah, real, real. I'll be outside the window catching you, you legend. <laughs> no, you and your fucking beautiful hair and beard, uh, you up, sexy dude. bastard. I'll be here. I'm fast. I'm fast. Okay, cool. I hope you don't I'll say that all the Torchy's time. Torchy's tacos. Torchy's tacos while I'm there. I'll, I'll bring them over. Nice. That's good. St- that's a good stuff. Good offer. Oh, that's a good shit. Yeah, that's some good shit. We need that out here in California. Yeah. Well, what's crazy, Silent Mike is. You look, you remind me of this streamer that used to be on the platform. Yes, dude, I thought man. the same thing. Hyphonics. <laughs> dude, I was <gasps> thinking the same thing. You remind me of Hyphonics, just like the way you present yourself, Ajax talk, and chat. even you're just like, your Yeah, face. you're like a beefy Hyphonics. Yeah. Never heard of him. Everybody always tags me in Nick Merck shit, say we look alike. No, no, no. Nick Merck's is, he's nothing compared to Hyphonics. <laughs> I'll look him up. I've never heard of him. Nick Merck. I bet, yeah, but he was a handsome son of a bitch, though. <laughs> I, actually, I actually like Nick Merck's a lot. He's a good dude. <laughs> um but yeah anyways um did any of you guys hear of the uh, uh the australian female streamer um knight sinclair that recently went through that uh whole thing there was people in her chat telling her to put more clothes on and yeah there was this huge yeah yeah dexter actually released an article about it and uh, wait really she, yeah Cause she, she, cause, why like calling her ugly <laughs> No, no, she um she's kind of like a troll streamer. She does like a lot of funny green screen stuff and you know, um there's a lot of flack for girl streamers who are in the just chatting section, they're just wearing a certain thing, and she kinda does more of like a comedic approach. So mm-hmm. I don't even know if she was trolling. She could have been trolling by Yeah, I by thought like she was trolling. I it. thought she was too. Um there's definitely a good chance of that. But um, she was wearing, you know, something that wasn't that crazy revealing, but supposedly it was like 105 degrees in, in Australia. And her chat was just like kind of like since she's kind of like anti uh, booby streamer or whatever, they were calling mm-hmm. her out on being like, oh, now you're wearing sexy. Dude, clothes, I, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure like I would just I would just assume that it was a joke. You know, that's what I that's thought what I too. Thought too. <laughs> but, well, kind of like Trainwreck just said is, you know, like at some point too, you want to interact with. Gotta like... Your mic's you cutting out. out a cutting lot. off, dude. God, Yo, damn. where is the um? Where where is that that story? I'll link it to you right now. It's a separate story. I was looking up on the side. Um... Oh damn, dude! You have fucking thirty-five stories on this thing, and I'm going through all of them, and you you pulling a story out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, you just doxed us. You just doxed us. Documents. Yikes! Exposed. What did I just show? Oh no! Yikes! Did you just screen share the Discord chat? That's a yikes! Hold on, what what, what you showing? Oh, that's a yikes! That's a yikes, oh dude. Oh, yikes. Oh, no, I was seeing what I was showing. Yeah, no, I was seeing, I was trying to see what I showed. Oh. I didn't, sh- I don't think I showed anything bad, did I? No, no, you didn't. The dick pic that I sent was actually down, uh, farther down. Yeah, no, so no, no. the reason I did it two more times is because I wanted to see what I was showing. That's why I did it again. I wanted to see what I leaked. I don't, I mean, I guess if it was bad, I, I, that would have been a bad decision, but. I, Train asks us all to, to 
post hog before we get on the podcast. I do. I do. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you guys got to size up. We got to make sure everyone's got big hogs. Here you go. Here's my two incher, buddy. That's what I do. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound like you got so, so now you guys all see what we saw. <laughs> Let me ask you, blast, wait, real quick. Like s- full blast. S- s- silent, yeah. I, I, I want to ask you this. Did you try to fix your uh, connectivity issue with your voice by turning the gain up? Yeah, I'm trying to fuck with everything, bro. Hey, here's here's what you need to do. Mike, Mike, here's what you need to do. Talk keep to me, your buddy. Gain, keep your gain exactly what it was at. Go into your Discord settings and then go yeah. to voice and video. In yeah, voice activity, I just, I just so lowered in, it. Well, well, in voice activity, you see input sensitivity, automatically yeah. determine input sensitivity. Make sure that's off and take that slider and make it uh, as far to the left as you want, basically. I mean, you can go all the way down even and then your mic's always going to be on. Or you can have it mm-hmm. like a third of the way up, maybe a third of the way in. You're talking about input volume. No, scroll down. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a little, a little below it. <laughs> yeah, you'll see input sensitivity. Do you see that? I don't, bro. Uh, you see yeah. voice activity or push to talk? Yeah, I see automatic determine input. Tip yeah, yeah. Turn the yeah, automatic off, and then make that slider like a third of the way in. All right. Now we're here. How do I sound? Yeah, it's good now. Yeah, right. now you're good. Dude, you guys are the best. Helping yeah. out a fat meathead one one tech move at a time. There you go, dude. You can even turn down your gain just a little bit if you want. All right, game on. There you go. Um, I I, I, I keep getting I keep getting linked this uh hello hello. Hello, hello, yeah. hello, hello, hello. I, I thought it was your echo. I keep getting linked this, 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 uh, this Riley Reed article about who's that? Uh, Riley Reed's a porn star. Mm-hmm. There's some Riley mm-hmm. Reed's article of her admitting that she raped somebody. I'm not sure how, how how accurate this is. Before I, I mean, before I do exactly what I just talked about earlier. Um, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> you see that catch. Uh, <laughs> So here, let me link it to all of you real quick. I don't. I mean, I've I've seen some of her posts. It it it, it just seems like some sick, twisted, you know, uh, 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 you know, humor of hers. Which it's to me, it's not humorous at all. But uh, um, everyone keeps. Why would you me. admit that? Why would you admit that? Admit what? To raping somebody. Well, know what you just said? Yeah, I was saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was some sick, twisted, you know, porn humor that she jumped on someone's dick and uh and here I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send it to you guys before i talk anything further about it and we can all uh, kind of uh, figure out the context behind it um are we allowed to say that word if it's in context yes you're allowed to say the word say what word as as long as it's not some context where like i'm going to blank you then like yeah you can't say that but if we're talking about a situation that's happened yes we can use the the r word yes mm. interesting Okay. That explains a lot. I only Wait, what? Because I said that word on my stream earlier today, and my chat flipped out, and I uh, didn't understand why. I thought oh, I, I thought I was in trouble. <laughs> like in terms of like a like in a ga- gaming sense. You probably don't want to. Yeah, you probably. Yeah. So so. I would just delete. So, that. so here's the thing. I remember uh, like years ago, I, I used to play Dark Age of Camel a lot, and I and I picked it up again recently. <laughs> And uh, Dark Edge of Camelot, they would do this weekly thing called like the the grab bag where people would go in and they would ask questions, whatever, and people would answer. And it was specifically about that word. This is probably about this is about 16 years ago, 16 or 17 years ago. Somebody asked a question and they're like, hey, how do you guys feel about somebody using this word whenever they're saying like, oh, I'm going to blank you or like, oh, we're going to get blanked out here or whatever. Um, Like, you know, talking about PvP or whatever. Mm -hmm. So... 
the company itself came out and said, well, obviously, like, they're talking about it in a different context. Like, that's not what they're talking about. So they didn't have a problem with it. Like, 16 okay. years ago, it was like that. I just I just think it's so interesting, like, how, how different it is now. I used it in, in like, uh, I was watching a debate, and I was like, damn, he just uh, fired yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah. Where were you watching? Uh, I was watching um, Destiny's video that he did with that uh, JTL guy. Oh, Jesse Lee Peterson? Just, uh, yes. Amazing. Yes, I, I watched that, and then I I, I said that, and they, everyone yeah, was Jesse like... Jesse Lee Peterson <gasps> did ruin Destiny, you're right. Real quick, let me, uh, I'm going to mute real quick. All right. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Okay. Anyways, did any of you go read into that Riley Reid thing? Do, do you find it to be credible at all, or do you think it's just some Twitter bullshit? Cause I, keep I think she might just be using his slang. I keep I keep getting it linked by everybody. I don't know what they're trying to edge on in this podcast, but I don't want to talk about something that's not really a uh, a uh, a something that's you know credible or has backing behind it. I don't want to talk. I talked about this earlier about you know witch hunts. I don't know. It just very, it's a very very stupid fucking tweet. Yeah, it's a very dumb tweet. I completely. It's just agree. a very stupid tweet. Yeah, it that is. doesn't very seem stupid. serious at all. But that doesn't mean it's not serious. You know, she could have been with some young fucking. Yep, agreed. And just, you know what I mean? Like, it's just hard to decipher. You know what I mean? Like, the question is like, say it was real, how would you react to it? I guess it's like. Someone who claimed they did something really fucked up when they were a fucking teenager. It's it's such fucking, I don't know. It's such a weird coin toss of a guess. Like, like it's hard to have a discussion about it. Feels like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Let's move on then. Um, I mean, I hope they get in trouble for it. Something. Yeah, it's it very, seems like some stupid ass joke yeah. that a porn star made, but whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to make any. I don't want to. I don't know enough, but that's what I leave it at. Let's move on here. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you guys heard about this. Um, EVA air passenger demanded that that the crew wipe his ass for him after he took his <laughs> shit on the plane. Um, so I don't know if any of you have gone through any crazy passenger <laughs> stories, but pretty much here here is what happened. Um. Two hours and 30 minutes in the flight, the passenger said he needed to use the business class restroom because the economy one he couldn't fit into. So the crew accommodated him in the business class restroom. A minute after entering the bathroom, uh, the passenger pushed the call button and the flight attendant opened the door and his genitals were exposed. His dick was out and his underwear was still on. And he said that he couldn't take it off himself. He had shortness of breath. He needed help taking it off. Otherwise, he just shit in his pants right there. So the... the uh, so, so the crew, a heart attack. Dude, I'm like 12 no. years old, dude. I can't. So the crew <laughs> took his underwear off, and he they, they, they closed the door. Then he said he was having shortness of breath, and he has claustrophobia, so he wants the door open. They they refused that, and um, and they they closed the door. They left it unlocked, and then after he takes his shit, they open the door to find him still sitting there with his pants at his ankles, and he says, "I'm done. Can you wipe my ass now?" 
And um, was he extra large? Is that why he needed a bigger bathroom? Yes, help? yes, yes. He was an extra large <laughs> dude, individual. Dude, he was, he was much more than extra large. No, yeah, that's when I fucking so grab wait, a parachute well, if I work and just jump the fuck well, off. Really, <laughs> well, really, dude, you might need to use that parachute to. Well, here's that. the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> well, listen, here's the thing. The crew, the crew decided to wipe for him. And while, while yes, yes. Yeah, so while the while the crew wiped, uh, the man started saying, "Mmm, deeper, deeper." This is one of the troll donations. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. Listen, yes. go, go. No, it's not, dude. I said it's not. Yes. I'm telling you, it's not. It's not. Yes, you got troll. You got <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, I swear it's not. No, no, no. Listen, I'm telling you, this is I real. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of EVA? <laughs> I'm telling you this is real. Dude. I'm gonna mute. I'm Post sorry. the story. This someone gave you a hundred dollars to say this one. No, no, no. This is real. Dude. I'm telling nah, you this is real. You, bro. Post it then. It's posted, bro. Listen, it's topic number ten. Go to topic number ten. No, post the actual link to the story. It's on the the link is number ten. Here, I'll, I'll here I'll link it for you just in case again. Here you go, dude. There you go. One mile at a time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the fuck is this website, <laughs> dude? Hey, listen, dude. The per the person, listen, <clears throat> listen, dude. I I uh, I have someone get listen, dude. This is. I have to read this. <laughs> listen, this is real shit, dude. It's real shit. It is real shit. Unintended. <laughs> yeah, it is real. Wait, shit. so this was an Asian airline? April Fool's yes. a little bit early. That's no, it's Taiwanese. real, dude. It's actually real. No, it's actually real. What, uh, Taiwanese, you said? It, yeah, but it says it's in Asia, Australia, Europe, and North America. Very I've nice. never heard of it. It is actually real. I know it's hard to believe it's actually a real topic. It <laughs> is. I'm like, what? You better tip them or something. So, so they actually do it? If you do that? Yeah, I guess they, they I guess so. Yeah, mm. I, I, I didn't know, but I think, I mean. Well, yeah, dude. I'm taking a flight pretty soon, probably. I was going to say, putting their customers first. I might be interested in well, that. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds well, good. Putting a flight on a, here. On a, on a side note, I do want to, uh, since, since you brought customers first, on a side note, actually, if you look at the top five airlines in the world, they're all Asian. Asian customer service on airlines is the best in the world. I've actually experienced it myself. It is the best in the world. They do everything above and yeah. beyond. Dude, in American Airlines, not American Airlines, the, the airline, but in, in all American, like airlines from America, you know, everyone's only goes to them, so, so they compare. They're actually the most dog shit airlines compared to the rest of the world. Dog shit. Customer service, last. Everything mm -hmm. shit. Like, I've had people, I've had an attendant come up to me saying, okay, I can only give you three of these drinks. I'm going to cut you off. Like, I'm, a, I'm a fucking goddamn grown man. Like, you know, hers telling me that after, I, you know, I paid for my, t it's just ridiculous. In, in Asian airlines, they'll bring you fucking 700. They'll wipe your ass. They'll fucking tuck you in the bed. They'll <laughs> fucking sit there and read you a fucking lullaby. And, and dude, they will fucking get on a little smaller jet, fly down to McDonald's and get you a fucking Big Mac just for you and fly back to the fucking plane. Like their the customer service, service dude, is this unbelievable. Is a real story. I was on, uh, I was on Singapore Air. And I really want some cashews. They were out of cashews, and the flight attendant jerked me off. Bullshit. <laughs> You're yeah. such a clown, Andy. You're such a clown, dude. Oh, that's so cool. Dude, the Jamaica yeah. is so good, dude. That was so good. I like it. That's Jamaica. a pretty good consolation oh, prize. Good, dude. Oh. <laughs> that's a great. Holy shit, dude. She must have said, I'm going to catch you. Did you get it? Not for that. You have to kind of black out while you're telling a lie to make it sound believable. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. 
Jesus. We have no cashews. You want a hand job? Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Hassan, have you had any crazy flight experiences? Not really. I, I was on um I was randomly on a flight one time uh flying to New York for the Shorty Awards after Coachella and I had nothing on me but my what is going on? What is that noise? Oh I thought it was coming from you. Who 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 is that? No. It's not mine. Someone by a fucking train? <laughs> I don't I don't know. But um yeah, one time I uh I, I was high on mushrooms and I got on a plane and it was a private jet and it was right not now. And it was not something I recommend. Uh, it was terrifying. It was a terrifying experience. Is it as terrifying as my last flight to Austin? I, I literally, as we're landing, I hear the I hear the words from the captain. Brace for impact. That's literally what I hear from the fucking captain, dude. And it was some. There was fire trucks everywhere. It was insane. Why did they? What? How did you guys crash? We we <laughs> slid, hey, me too. Yeah, we slid in. We slid in. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we I would have shit myself. Yeah, we. Hey, if you were oh, if you were an Asian yeah. they, they would have wept for you too. All taken care of. Done deal. <laughs> yep, it was insane. It, it wasn't tonight. It was my. It was when I was coming back from Arizona. That sounds so scary. I posted the pictures on Twitter for the uh, like the fire trucks on, on the left side of the plane. They were more on the right side. It was actually insane, man. It was insane. Like he had to fly away. Like the, there was like a fuel a fuel leak and then like we had a, and then the landing gear failed so we had to slide in like that the sparks were risking the fuel leak so they had to like slide in a certain direction so the fire trucks were everywhere there was no ambulances so that reassured me that if something happens we're all dead instantly probably from explosion so it was definitely you know just just before landing hearing brace for impact like just ima- like that's movie shit that's movie was the impact shit bad? no it did wasn't. you like it rattled pretty good or no 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 it was actually like it was it was fine he, he just like it wasn't it wasn't bad at all i was scared though the, the, the guy next to me like the, the, the woman behind me to the right was screaming her ass off she was on the phone because <gasps> like all of us were like went, went, but basically what he did is he had to fly 15 minutes out so we got to the airport but he had, he had to turn around and fly 15 minutes out so usually instead of so usually planes come in like this and they land he had to fly 15 minutes out come out and he had to slowly descend until basically when we landed it was like we landed parallel to the ground instead of like landing uh, uh, perpendicular, you know, in, in that motion, and so we're all low enough to get service. And the woman behind us was screaming and yelling, like I don't know if she was talking to her kid or a wife or husband. I don't know who she was talking about. She was like, "I'm gonna die. Tell everyone I love him. Kiss so and so." And the guy next to me was texting his goodbyes. And I'm like, and like I was at this point, I was scared. I'm like, "Are we gonna die?" He's like, "Maybe." Who'd you text? No, not no, no. Oh, I texted my girlfriend, and my parents, and then I made my very last tweet before we hit was uh, to, to, I made I made a tweet. And the last word I couldn't, I tried getting out fast, but I had a typo. And if I would have died, that would have been my last tweet. So I did, I did my parents, my girlfriend, then, then Twitter. And, uh, <laughs> dude, Priorities. Dude, 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 the guy next to me, I, dude, he was just so calm. He was sitting there drinking his whiskey. His so last f- tweet was a fucking plug to his merch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Holy shit, dude. Holy shit. Nah, dude. The, the guy next to me was like, he was like just sitting there texting. Like, I, I, I was like looking at his text and he was like saying goodbye to his like wife or something. And I just asked him, I'm like, are we actually going to die? He's like, maybe. Like, just casually tell me that. Like, 
Just Damn. freaked me the fuck. At that point, I, I just had this big pit in my stomach thinking, like, how the fuck is this happening from a trip from Arizona to Texas? A two-hour fucking flight. Like, imagine just how fucking stupid that is to die in a two-hour flight. Like, I was pissed. I mean, like, listen, if I just get, got back from... take off and landing. That's when all the actions happened, pretty much. If I got back from Japan and I just got, you know, I just slept with seven different, you know, <clears throat> women and I had ten different parties with different rock stars and I came back and I died, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But I just got back from a fucking two-hour flight from Arizona visiting my parents. Like it just like it's not the way to go out. It was just yeah. But anyways, it was definitely very weird. Yeah. That's scary. My first trip to LA, I was um, already really afraid of flying. Um, it was gonna be my first trip to Los Angeles, and then I heard on the loudspeaker, "This plane is delayed." Blah blah blah. Flight number blah blah is delayed because they're fixing a part. That's the exact terminology they use mm. because they're fixing a part. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, what? What part? <laughs> what are you fixing? <laughs> the air conditioning? The engine? So we get on there fucking two hours late. It's going to be my first time in LA. I'm going to a fucking movie premiere. It's like, an, I have all the shit set up. It's like, I was like, I was working a regular job at the time, so it was like gonna be like a so super dope vacation. And then we get on the plane, we go full blast down the runway, and then <laughs> fucking complete breaks right as we're about to lift off. Complete breaks. Everybody on the fucking plane gets jerked forward and screams on the top of their lungs because they don't—they're not expecting the sensation of rammed on fucking brakes right as you're like lifting off. Everybody screams. They're like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, we ha we're gonna have to cancel this flight. The the part that they were fixing is still broken." <laughs> like, so there was no other flights that day. I missed my one of my best friends' movie premieres. I missed my whole trip to LA, mm. and that was like the worst experience ever. I guess you lived. It would have been better if they took off, or worse, I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's that was scary. That is fucking scary. Anyone else look crazy at airline stories? Has anyone Luckily here joined no. the Mile High Club? Has anyone fucked in an airplane? This concludes part one of the Scuffed Podcast, episode 25. Please continue to part two to finish the episode. Follow Trainwrecks TV on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Trainwrecks TV.